have we're gonna have fun here. Alright. Uh welcome to um I don't know what to call this, the N4G radio slash Phoenix Down crossover event game of the year. Of the century. Of the century. Yep. And so we are uh we're all here. Um uh, a lot of people from everybody on this show that is going to be here tonight it has been on Phoenix Down at least once. And uh, we are going to uh, go through our top 10 games of 2014. And tonight I have with me Jay. Hello, everybody. Justin the Killer Wolverine Testa. Hey. Sophie Halliday. Hello. And my co host partner in crime, a man I've known for many, many years, Matthew Quinn. Hello, friends. So, 2014, the official year of the beginning of the the new consoles. A lot of stuff came out. Some pretty good games, I think. Ah, this was a shit eater. Oh, <laughs> it's always one. <laughs> So, uh, I don't really know how to go down with this. I think we're just going to choose one person and let them do their top ten and whatever else they have on their list. There's a few other things that I also have don't want to discuss. Um, but let's see here. Who do I want to start with? I'm going to go – you know what? Let's go with Jay. <laughs> Are you sure about this, Drew? I, I am absolutely sure. I, I want to hear – I feel I, like after I'm done – it's going to be like scorched earth. You guys are going to start talking about your games and start talking about how good it is and why it's your top one or two. And then they're going to think back, but what about all the shit that the other guy was talking about and how that game is really bad and broken and misdesigned? Okay. I'm not sure if you want to handle that, Drew. Okay. You, all right. Well, well, you know what? Because you mentioned that and because you have so much negativity, uh-huh. we're going to hold you to the last. All right. So that way we can so we can iron out everything that you bring up. Okay. Okay. So let's go over to Sophie. Okay. Should I go from the ten to one? That's the best way to go. Okay. Well, I want to preface mine by saying it's been a busy year for me, and so I haven't had a lot of chance to play across a number of different systems. Mm-hmm. So my list is pretty PS4 heavy, and it doesn't include kind of too many other games that I guess maybe might make a lot of people's top ten lists. Okay. Stuff like maybe Mario Kart or some Smash Bros, whatever, because I haven't played them, and I don't want to list anything that I haven't played. So, at number ten, I've got Transistor. Transistor. Yep. I played that game. Yep. What did you like about it? I liked the art direction. Mm-hmm. I thought it had kind of a couple of pretty magical moments. I like the concept. I like the visual look of it. And I thought it was kind of like, you know, it. I can't... It just has this weird feel that I can't quite explain, but that stuck with me. And it was a beautiful game, and the whole kind of... It was just really unconventional, I thought, and I just I really dug the visuals and the music. I'm not saying it was the best game, that's why it's at number 10, mm-hmm. but I think it was kind of an original, unique game for me. Did you like Bastion? I did. Okay. Yeah, they, they, those Supergiant games does a good job with their music. 
Yep. You know, I'm a big fan of video game music, and I think Transistor has a fantastic soundtrack. Yep. I think that, and that's why I've put it on the top ten, because I don't think, I think that's kind of the centerpiece of the game, and I kind of like that the game revolves around that, in a sense. I think that's kind of unique for a game. So. Yeah. I mean, there's a button to hold down where she just sings the song yep. that's playing. And so. I think she's kind of a, pa- a powerful character. I just dug it. Yeah. Okay. Number nine? Number nine is FIFA 15. FIFA. Uh, there's something yeah, I don't that's... think is going to be on anybody else's list. Well, I'm European. Uh, yep. so, you, don't yeah. know, you don't know that, Drew. I mean, it could be on uh, Justin's list. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. Um, best, best sports game of the year for me. I don't know if it was as good as FIFA 14, but it's it's standard FIFA. It's it's deep. It you know I play it with a lot of friends. I have a good time playing it. I can dip in and out of it. It looks great. The FIFA games recently have been they look pretty great. It had a few niggles in the first day with connection issues and stuff like that. But yeah, for me, I've played I've played Madden this year and I played UFC. But for me, FIFA was the best sports game of the year. Okay. Is this the first one that uh, was introduced to the PS4, like the next generation one? Um, I think 14 was on PS4 okay. last year on both, but this was the first one that I think was developed with the next gen, if you know what I mean. I right. think 14 was kind of converted to next gen, but this was okay. the first one that was released kind of on release day on next gen. Gotcha. Okay. Number eight. This is a bit of a random one. Okay. I don't know if any, this is going to be on anyone else's list, but um, Trials Fusion. Trials Fusion. Now, is it Trials Fusion or Trials Evolution? It's Trials Fusion. Was it? Which one was? Was PS, that the one? PS4. Welcome yeah, to the future. One. That's that one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I kind of think it's like, I guess the definition of this insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again, hoping for a different result, which mm-hmm. kind of sums up my experience playing this game. I don't know why I put myself through it, but it's so infuriatingly hard, but incredibly addictive. I just Everyone really who's played that game has said the exact same thing you have. Yeah. 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 That's, um, that was a good one. You know, I... I had never really played much of a Trials game before, but I I, I had to review Trials uh, Fusion, and uh, I was like, I can see how this is addictive. Um, But at the same time, it wasn't addictive enough for me to say, I am getting frustrated with this, and I'm going to turn it off. Unlike another game, we might say. Mm. But, yeah, no, I really like Trials Fusion, and like I said, I suppose if I'd played more games this year across more systems, this probably wouldn't have made the list. Well, it wouldn't have made the list. But since I haven't, since this is kind of a PS4 mainly kind of list, it goes in there for me. Okay. Number seven. Civilization Beyond Earth. Okay. Now, I am a big Civilization fan, and I have not played this. Then you're not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh snap. <laughs> so tell me about Civilization Beyond Earth. Um it doesn't reinvent the wheel or anything. I but 
as someone who was absolutely obsessed with Civilization Five mm-hmm. and who was kind of really intrigued by the idea of that going into space and the whole kind of exploration thing, it kind of it works that way. It's it's exactly what it says on the tin. It delivers that. And I'm a big science fiction fan, so I was really excited about having the kind of core gameplay of Civilization Five, but being able to explore different worlds, different races. So does it start off as Civilization Five, and then you can just go to space? No, it starts off like you you have to kind of pick a, you kind of pick a planet, and you pick yeah. So you do it sort of starts that way, and then. You kind of can pick what kind of planet you want, whether you want kind of like an ocean-based planet or a, you know, a land-based planet. And you kind of, there are other kind of people from Earth there. And it's the same kind of scenario as Civilization V, basically, which is why it feels almost like a really elaborate expansion mm-hmm. than a totally separate game. But for me, because I love Civilization V, that wasn't a problem for me. I can see why that might be a problem for other people in that it doesn't kind of, it doesn't feel like a brand new game in that sense. But for me, it was everything that I wanted, you know, planetary colonization, that kind of thing. It was, it was great. So kind of like just as addictive Alpha Centauri a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what are we on? Six is Far Cry 4. Far Cry 4. Uh, did you have you beat that game? Not yet. Okay, I'm still working on it. Still working on it. That was um that was quite an addiction for me for about a week, and I want to go back to it, but unfortunately I haven't had time. No, I've had time, a... but it, it was spent with Destiny. <laughs> it's been a busy it's been <laughs> a busy calendar you, you know calendar month last yeah. couple of months November oh. and December to cram a lot of stuff in. So Far Cry Four is I haven't finished it yet. Mm-hmm. And it definitely will be finished in due course. But um, for me, like Far Cry 3 was one of the big surprises when I played that game. And I absolutely loved it. I got the platinum for it. I played it over and over again. I thought it was hilarious. I thought the great the gameplay was fantastic. The story was crazy. Um, and this is basically more of the same. Again, it's another game that doesn't reinvent the wheel. It doesn't kind of change the, change the game plan. It doesn't change the, the template of what they had. But for me, because that was a successful template, it didn't bother me. Okay. More of the same was a good thing for me with that one. Yeah, I think um, Far Cry 5 needs to do something different, but in this this case, yep. I think it, 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 it held its own, and I, I really liked it too. Yep. And number five? Number five is Bravely Default. Bravely Default. Nice. The 3DS. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know you played Bravely Default. Yeah, well, I've been I've I had it for a while and I haven't sat there and played it for hours on end, but I've kind of you know played a few hours, had a week off, come back, played maybe five or six hours, had a few weeks off, and this was my first experience of like a role playing game on the 3DS because I only got a 3DS at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. so this was a game that I picked up when I got my 3DS, because I think they kind of, it got released right around when I picked it up. And I absolutely love it. Like, I feel like it's just, I love the characters, I love the style, I love the feel, I like the system of, like, the fact that you can have different abilities and different classes and different jobs. And the story's kind of fun. I, I really enjoy it. I really like the combat, and it looks great. 
So it was good fun for me. Maybe one day because... I'll actually go back and play that because I only put about two hours into it and never went far. Can... Yeah. You need to. Two hours to out of like this. 60. Two hours. 60. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Think. There's a there's a lot of content in there as well. You definitely get your money's worth with that game. Yeah. Okay. That's that. that I'm I'm actually surprised from that one. There you go. Mm. Full surprises. Everybody is. So, uh, how about your number four? Number four is one of the biggest pleasant surprises of the year for me, which was Wolfenstein: The New Order. Okay, I've heard nothing but good things about this, and I have not played it fantastic game i picked it i genuinely like to be that sad person i did get this game half the reason what it was for the doom beta which is probably never ever going to come out anyway uh-huh. but i was so, i was expecting this to be a generic first person shooter and i absolutely loved it i was blown away the story was fantastic the gameplay was fantastic it was it was a total reimagining and it, it was oh i loved it I, I really enjoyed this game a lot, and I think everyone I've spoken to feels the same way. It's had very good reviews, but I, especially considering that I wasn't expecting it to be anywhere near as good as it turned out to be, it was a real pleasant surprise. Yeah. See, the thing about Wolfenstein is that I heard all the positive buzz about it, people talking about it, how it's like, oh, it's one of the best first-person shooters, and big surprise, and all the positivity... And then I went into the game, so my expectations were very high. And when I did, I thought the game was good, but there wasn't really anything there that I haven't seen done better before. So I honestly don't know what the fuss is about. It's a good game. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it. I guess it's a um, a perspective thing for me because I went in with low expectations. I had a really good feel about the game as I played through it, and I definitely. And it's for me, it's got replayability value. But I suppose if you kind of heard all the hype and you were expecting like one of the most amazing shooters of the last ten years, yeah, I can see how expectations would fall a little short of that. The hmm. the game has a lot of replay value, doesn't it? Only just have like two endings and like yeah, but like cycles? for me, I really I enjoy the story. I'd play it again. Like I'm a completionist, so for me, it's definitely one that I'd go back and play on a higher difficulty level, okay. and. You know that for me, and not all games are like that, right? Like I like to complete. But if a game, if I don't enjoy it, I'm not going back to finish. You know, like a platinum trophy or anything like that. I have to want to replay the game to do that. So yeah, no, it's not kind of in terms of a Dragon Age kind of replayability, but it, it's not one that for me, like you finish and it goes back on the shelf. Like, okay, you can still enjoy it a year down the line. So I recommend it. If you haven't checked it out, Drew, I recommend you check it out. Okay. I'll definitely keep that in mind. <clears throat> now we're getting into it. Top three games, 2014. Sophie. Yeah. Number three, Diablo. Diablo three. Yep. Ultimate Evil Edition. Yep. Did you ever play? All right. Because I, I do want to discuss this game slightly because I think everybody here likes Diablo. Have you ever played a Diablo game before? Nope. What made you pick up Diablo three? Um, I wanted to, to play co-op with my friend. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of the genre. Uh, I wanted a game like that on console. I I did kind of want to pick it up on PC, but 
when I heard it was being released for PS4, I thought, no, I'll wait, because I'm more likely, just because of my circumstances this year, to play it on PS4. Mm -hmm. I think it runs great on PS4, and I could sink hours into that game, and I could sink hours, but I see myself playing Diablo 3 well into next year. I actually just booted it back up a couple days ago. I saw. Yeah, that, that it's still a great game. It's got everything you want in terms of kind of, you know, the whole collect, the addiction to collecting things, unlockables, legendary weapons being free-flowing, as opposed to another game we might mention. Yeah. <laughs> A that... cool story, <laughs> amazing combat. Like, and I kind of feel like I find playing Diablo really cathartic. Like, I don't have to concentrate too much at times. I, I just I find it quite relaxing in a way to go through hordes and hordes and hordes and hordes of demons and just unleash fury upon them that's uh it is a great game and um yeah i'm glad everybody enjoyed it that you know i enjoyed it two years ago when it came out on pc and i enjoyed it again this year when i played on ps4 number two Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> okay, Dragon Age Inquisition. I mean, what else can we say about Dragon Age Inquisition? I know Matt has played it as well. <laughs> I am aware that obviously you and Matt are both playing Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you guys are playing it. Yeah. Yeah. Getting on okay. Is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fixed, Jay. Promise. Nice, indeed. Um. <laughs> I thought for sure this was going to be number one on my list. Uh-huh. If you'd have asked me in, you know, the middle of the year, this probably would have been the one I thought would be number one. I mean, it is yeah. just... It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it yet, obviously, so... Yeah. You, um, you, you'd you never played a Dragon Age game before until you started talking to no, us not about until, it. No, not until this year. Yeah. So... And now you, the newest game is number two on your... It is game number two. I can't believe how big this game is. Oh my god. It's just... Visually, it's incredible. The storytelling is amazing. The characterization is fantastic. I mean, I can't say enough good things. You know, everyone who listens to the podcast we're doing on the series know how kind of crazy we... Crazy obsessed we are with, like, Dragon Age at the moment, so... <laughs> well... Your number one game of 2014. I mean, I don't even have to say it, but I'll let you say it. Yeah, it's the game that we all love to hate but can't stop playing. Destiny. Why Destiny? Exactly. Why Destiny? (laughs) Well, I'm sat here, I'm asking myself, like, you know, Drew, like, we've sat there and we've both kind of sworn our way through raids and unlucky drops and just kind of being generally frustrated why on earth will I make this game my number one game I've played nearly 200 hours of it and I can't say that I've put anything else anywhere near that in a couple of years into a game Um, for the simple fact that I haven't got frustrated enough to turn it off and I keep playing Destiny I think it has that says something about the game it keeps bringing you back Um, the co-op is fantastic I mean, if you didn't have anyone to play this game with, I can understand why you think it'd probably be one of the worst games ever. Mm. Uh, The Raid, to me, is one of the great kind of... I think it's a great piece of game-making. 
what's required from a team of six and co-op i think it's the experience that's really the experience of destiny for me mm. um i also think at Mac- in terms of pure mechanics, like it's a great shooter. It oh. handles really well. I, I love the feel of running around. It feels just right. So for me, it's, it, it handles great and it plays really well as just like just on a on its own as a first person shooter. I really enjoy it. The whole other aspect of the MMO stuff is incredibly addictive. It's incredibly time consuming. I don't know why I keep playing it to be perennially disappointed. But then you just get that one drop and it sucks you right back in. But yeah, so for me, game of the year. <laughs> there you go. Have you uh, played any other MMOs of the type? Um... I've played Final Fantasy XIV uh, for Realm what, Reborn. What was that, like the PS4 one? The PS4 one. Yeah, I really enjoyed I'm I'm enjoying that. I haven't played it now for a month or two. Uh, um, But I want to go back into that again at 2015. I couldn't afford to keep paying subscription the last couple of months but i'm gonna go back into that next year and i really enjoyed that i'm not a person who's played a lot of mmos mm-hmm. so i think in that sense like it's not i don't have a great deal of experience so i would feel uncomfortable comparing destiny's mmo features to kind of more mainstream well, not mainstream mmos but kind of more established mmos i guess mm-hmm. would be the best way of putting it i wouldn't feel qualified to speak on that part but i can I I can I, I would I would best compare it to another game uh, that I played the the living shit out of, which would be uh, Fantasy Star Online. To me, that's about the closest thing you can get to Destiny, um, a, as far as how they handle stuff. Um, uh, Talking like the grindy grindy nature of how you yeah 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 yeah. I mean that that's a, that's about the closest thing I can think of because I mean you know obviously other. Guild Wars 2 or World of Warcraft or any other MMO that's on the PC, you're obviously going to get a shit ton more loot drops. I mean, that's that's a given. Um, but that's the, the closest thing I could compare it to. And that, unfortunately, I haven't seen a fantasy star in I don't know how long. So, uh, I think for Destiny, it's not about the, the loot drops. Obviously, it had issues. That's why the developers made swift changes to how the... Uh... The cryptarch and everything like that works. I mean, he even had his own Twitter, had like a, like a hundred k following, uh, because he said a bunch of stupid things about the cryptarch. Uh, so it became almost like a meme at how poorly that game was yeah. designed as far as how the loot is distributed. The fact that you can kill a level six thing and then it'll drop you like a legendary engram makes no sense. And all the other things just piled on top of each other that doesn't make sense and is not is just plainly poorly designed. But I do agree that it is addictive. I did play a lot, and obviously I play with you guys too. Yeah. But I think, uh, like you say, all the loot drops, like that was poorly designed. Some of that stuff infuriated me at the beginning, and I'm glad they made some changes. And some of it continues to infuriate me now, mm -hmm. mainly raid loot drops, which I think um, need to be redesigned. As in, maybe every time you complete a raid, you get a token, and if you get 10 tokens, you can turn it in for a drop and a piece of raid armor if you haven't you know received any drops but in terms of game have something like the raid which is just to me like an incredible experience like when we first played that raid through like drew you you were there like the first time i played the raid and 
it's so fun like trying to figure it's crazy it's frustrating but if you have like a team of people that you you play well with and you get along with and you can have a laugh it can just be hilarious i mean even last night we we tried the new raid and we were there for three <laughs> hours doing the same bit oh my god we made it the, past the first section in three hours did you beat but, any of the bosses there was no boss yeah. in the first section wow <laughs> but it was crazy i mean it was like ridiculous but I don't know. It's kind of like, I must finish this bit. Yeah. It's got to be done. And the sense of satisfaction you get when you do is is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Sophie's top ten. Cool. I'll see you guys later then. I'm going to take off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's move on to Justin Testa. Oh, hey. This is a surprise. Hey, why is this a surprise? Uh, uh, just, it's not. <laughs> Burn. Um, I have some honorable mentions before okay. I get to the All right. top ten. Um, I had to put Titanfall on here just because I played it a lot in the first week. And it, it was good for what it was for the first week. For the first week, he says. For the first week. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> For the first week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I revisited it with uh, Ken a couple weeks back, and I'm like, mm, why why are we playing this? Yep. So it's, I mean, it's good, but for a short time, like a week. Yep. yep. So, um, Murdered Soul Suspect is another yeah. honorable mention. Neat. I really like the principle of this game. Yeah, I did too. Not the principle, the um Premise. The premise. Yeah, I like the principle, too. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. so I, I uh, really need to play more of it, because I really did like what I played of it. Just really, really like trying to find my killer. That's how I imagine my death happening, the exact same way. And you, me going, trying to find him. Will you be wearing a fedora when you die, too? Absolutely. I rock the shit out of a fedora. Okay, good. I don't, so. <laughs> um, uh... Trials Fusion. I agree everything Sophie said. And I, I've played this from the first game and it's frustrating as fuck. Surprised I haven't broken any controllers over it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've come pretty close myself and I usually don't get yeah. that angry at games, but Trials is one that, that gets me there. Yeah, and you see, being angry, as I always am, you'd think I would steer, uh, steer clear from this. No. <laughs> You mean from no. games designed to make you angry? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Instead, I, I, I gravitate, gravitate towards it. So, but no, it's uh, it's really fun. It really is. I don't do the... Uh, I think I stop at the medium uh, levels. Because anything past that, I, I, I will break. Not only my controller, but probably the system and the television and everything surrounding it. So. Quite the expensive uh, investment for a video game. Yeah. If you knew me since we started the show, uh, the N4G podcast, and mm-hmm. talking about all this shit, I have spent at least close to a grand in controllers. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, so, but I, so far, knock on wood, have not broken a PS4 or an Xbox One controller. <laughs> $60 a pop, Justin. Jeez. I uh, know. I actually came close to breaking a PS4 controller a couple days ago. Yesterday. No, no, no. Day before. Okay. But that was to my next, number 10. 
That's because of fucking Destiny. Destiny. (laughs) And, again, she already said it, but this game is not made to be played by yourself at all. And I was playing by myself and just fucked that. The controller just went flying across the room. No damage. Good to know. No damage. So you guys can rest easy. Okay. (laughs) But um, it, it, it is a game that gets a lot of hate, but I just can't stop playing it. And I hear Drew and Ken and whatever, whoever talks about it on the other show, and I'm just like, God, I miss playing that game. And I really don't know why. Because, I mean, it doesn't really do anything for me. But it's on my list. It's number 10. I like playing it. I want to play it some more. So, And got the expansion, ready to play some of that and level up, I guess. I don't know. but I don't know. That's... uh. There's a lot of confidence you have in Destiny, Justin. That's as much as I can give. (laughs) I mean, it really is. Uh, I'm surprised it made my list, to be honest with you. And I was really kind of struggling if it was going to be an honorable mention or on my list. So it should say something that it's at least on my list. Okay. Um, Number nine, Evil Within. Ah, nice. Okay. For the pure fact that it goes back to the old school horror games. It doesn't hold your hand like a lot of these games that do anymore and it's just i don't know it's 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 not scary which kind of disappoints me it's just more shocking and it it just gets me back to playing games the way they're meant to be played and not holding my hand i hate that and we're just gotten gotten so accustomed to it that this is like a breath of fresh air albeit frustrating but it gets back to that and i really do enjoy that and want to play more of it um, now, bear with me. My uh, order has changed, and I'm trying to... You're changing um, it already, are you? I, I am changing it, and this is something I... Uh, you know, I only had two days' notice. Come on. Come on, man. All right. So, um, let's see here. Hmm. Let's see. What are we? Eight? Eight. Let's see what I put there. Plants versus zombies. Garden Warfare. Garden Warfare. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to say, the first one came out this year? <laughs> wow. Okay. No. That's the only one that I consider fun all right because the other plants versus zombies tower defense i hate tower defense but uh this one is just so fantastic every multiplayer mode is fun um it's actually the only kind of game like in that genre that i didn't get pissed off at so that says a lot that i didn't get pissed off on it (laughs) at all because i mean it's the same thing i mean it's you know typical it's first person shooter kind of deal and i suck at those and i get pissed off at them and because i suck and I don't win at all and have more deaths than kills, but that doesn't matter to me in this game. It's just so damn cute. Okay. So, uh, it, it's just a shame that no one really bought it, but they picked it up for free with um, that EA giveaway. Yeah, Which I is did. fine, I but it, I think it, it needed to be supported and you know paid for, but whatever. That's, it is what it is. So, um, hmm, seven... Uh, I guess we'll Far Cry 4. Okay. Um, okay, I just wanted to preface everything. Every every game on this list has pissed me off, so let's <laughs> get that out. So, um, Far Cry is no different, but uh, I haven't played enough of it to really make it higher, but I've played enough to know that I really do like it. Um, it's exactly the same as Far Cry 3. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Again, like Sophie said, I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I'm having a blast with it. Um, the multiplayer is lacking, but from what I played of it with Ken, it was fun. You know, blowing up animals with mortars is fantastically fun, <laughs> which I did for a good solid 20 minutes. In a video game, right? <laughs> right, right. Disclaimer. Just right. For... <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell Tito. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I never really tried that in real life, and I'm, I'm willing cool. to bet that I probably mess that up somehow and I don't think it would up. end well yeah. <laughs> no it absolutely wouldn't there'd be bits of me probably because I'd fucking blow myself up somehow um what are we on six? number six. Six, six, six uh sunset overdrive we'll sunset overdrive okay really fucking weird game yeah it is and I really don't know what else to say about it is it is it good? It yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> okay. So what makes yeah, if it you weird? haven't played it, if, uh, have you not? No, you don't know the premise. Um, it's like a Tony Hawk pro skater where you shoot guns and kill zombie things and rack up points. I guess. Not really zombie things. Well, whatever. It's all zombie crap to me. It's like juice dub <laughs> things. Who cares? One thing is another. It looks really like infamous to me. Yeah. Like, a, like a like a sunny a sunny cartoony version of infamous rather than like a miserable bleak version. Uh, uh, we can roll with that. I mean, what? I, I can preface. I, I'll preface it like this because um, I played a good amount of Sunset Overdrive as well. Um, this game was made for people who are into video games. As in, like, people who follow the industry, people people who know what game facts are. Because there, there's a, I mean, it's it totally breaks the fourth wall constantly. Your character's always talking to the player. In fact, his name is the player. Right. Or her, her name is the player. Um, you can do whatever the hell you want to in this game as far as making a character. Um, and you, you slowly unlock stuff. So uh, you get this air dash. Uh, and when I unlock the air dash, my character turned to the camera and said, I didn't even have to check game facts. And I was like, see, that's something only I would understand or people who know what game facts are. Right. And it, they're always making these 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 kind of inside jokes for gamers. And that's what stood out the most to me was I was like, this this game is made for people who are hardcore about video games. Is it funny? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. And the respawn animation's fantastic. Best part of the game, I think. <laughs> Some of those respawn animations are so dumb. <laughs> yeah. But they're so awesome. That's what makes them, oh, just fucking awesome. Yeah. So. See, I played that game for like five minutes and absolutely realized that it wasn't for me immediately. Why is that? It, it's a lot of the aesthetic that you're talking about and reminds me of things like Crackdown and Just Cause and some of the like the, the crazy open world games. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of those games I don't like either. I don't know what it is. Something about that aesthetic. Are that you not, not a big open world fan? I, I, I like open world games. I don't like the ones that are like, let's see how ridiculous we can get. Well, like okay. Saints Row and stuff like that. Saints Row, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, I like open world games that have some modicum of sensibility and try to tell a story within an open world environment. 
But, you know, my... But this does tell a uh, story. See, and, I, and that's not something I would get out of the five minutes, but what I got was basically what you just said, Drew, where it's like, oh, you do something crazy, and then I get air dashes, and then he turns to me and talks to me. And I'm like, fucking stay in your game. You're not Deadpool. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that's it's unique in that way. You know, you don't see that many games unless it's Deadpool. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's a comedy. This game is totally a comedy. And but, and but the problem know, with that is that I've heard from many people that it's not funny. A comedy that's not funny is a total failure. I've liked... I've never heard that. I've never heard this game not be really. Yeah, I've heard it from like half the people that's played the game. I've I've laughed multiple times. Then again, okay. I guess I have a bad sense of humor. Well, I'm with you, we Drew. I guess that, we. Drew, but I mean, come on. Yeah. And I don't want to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I like your sense of humor. <laughs> kind of. Well, Sunset Overdrive. Validated. There you go. So so Sunset Overdrive. That's your number right. six, right? Was that six? I believe. Yes. Yep. Oh shit! Then I'm missing one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh shit! I have two extra then. What the fuck? Good job, Justin. Hold on. Six, five, four, three, two. Oh, no, I have one extra. Okay, uh, so I got to go back to my honorable mention list real quick. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. This is what happens when you do it on the fly. Um, Halo, Master Chief Collection. The Master Chief Collection. Okay, I figured this would be on your top ten. It did not make it. Huh, okay. When, <laughs> any reason why? Which, thinking back, I probably should have put Destiny. God damn it. Oh, well. Number ten, <laughs> Halo. And Destiny's in my honorable mention. I, I heard that there were major matchmaking problems with Halo. Which I've never, I've not played it. See, for me, Destiny Day One, you could turn it on, put it in, and you could play it straight away, no problem. Which sadly is kind of rare these days with games. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, they are. I don't know if they fixed it because it's one thing that I wanted to play was the multiplayer, the competitive multiplayer. Um, but haven't got around to doing that. I don't know why. Um. But I did do, you know, the, the, the story campaign missions and some co-op campaign missions. I, I love Halo. I love the universe. Um, I love that you can play any any game, one, two, three, and 4, any order, any story mission, any order. And it's just it's fantastic. And I, 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 I like – we talked about Halo, the anniversary edition on Phoenix Down, and mm-hmm. um, change in between, you know, what it looked like then compared to now – that makes it back in this one as well as Halo 2, and you just really you just don't realize how bad it looks now compared to when it did back then, hmm. and it looked fantastic back then. <laughs> so, I just love Halo. I love that whole universe, and I'm so happy with this. I just want to get into the competitive stuff so I can actually break shit because that is the game that I break shit over most. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, because it's inherently more frustrating, but be- is it because you care more about it and you want to be better at it? I want to be better at everything I play, uh, to answer that question. But um, it's just – I don't know. It's just something about Halo. Like I know I can do half the shit these people do, but for some reason I can't, if that makes sense. Hmm. I know what you mean. Cause, I mean I, I sat here and watched um, on Twitch on the Xbox um, some of the uh, – the kills that people have done and i'm just like i can do that i can do that and then when i go and try and do that i, I can't do it yeah so, i don't know it's just halo brings out the absolute worst in me and i like <laughs> I thought it was xbox live that brings the worst out on people but maybe it's just halo that's just stupid little kids 
<laughs> and that's another reason why I, I stopped playing Halo 2. But, I mean, that's not them to do with the game. That's with the idiots online. But you get that anywhere now, so. Yeah. Just mute them. Um, so that's your number 10. That's number 10. Destiny, sorry, you got cut to honorable mention. But hey, at least you made the list, so whatever. It's true. And hey, it's a Bungie game, so I mean, Halo, yeah, whatever. You can piece that together if you want. Um, so Two, we're on to... Five. Five. Sherlock Holmes, Crimes and Punishment. Oh, okay. I want to play that game. Yeah, I do too. I... I have always been a big fan of Sherlock Holmes and the stories and everything. This game is just fantastic. Um, it makes me just think. I Sometimes, all right, a lot of the times I don't like to think when I play a game. I don't. But this game, I don't mind it. Um, it it's kind of a, a prereq if you're going to play this kind of game. Because, I mean, he's the world's greatest detective. So how can you, and you take control of him, how can you not think? Um, it, it had me second-guessing a lot. Um, cause there's this, like, I don't know what it's called. I call it the web of intrigue. You collect evidence, um, and then you got to tie that evidence together to make an, uh, to accuse someone of the crime. And I've got all the evidence. I'm just sitting here and thinking like, okay, now do I want to accuse this guy or this guy? And I go through it all and I just sit there looking at the screen for maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever, and just make sure that I pick the right thing. Cause I really want to be right. I don't want to be wrong with him because I feel like I'd be letting Sherlock Holmes down. And and you don't want to do that because then he'll berate you like no other. But it, it is, it's a great game. I, I was talking to Drew about this yesterday. And uh, fuck, I forgot another game. Uh, what, what, what other game? Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, um, but, you know, Sherlock Holmes, if you're a fan and you like those kind of games, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, $60 may be a little too steep, in my opinion, but it's usually on sale. So, if you like Sherlock Holmes... So, it's a good... I have, I have been excited man. about that. Well, I, well huh? <laughs> there was, like, two different... Is it, yeah, so I, I would have the same question. Is it a good detective game? Is it fun to... I can't say I've played a good detective game and... I think it's good. I think it's fun. Um, There really is no wrong i mean it does hold your hand for for a, uh, a good part of the game i mean it's like murdered if you played murdered it, it you realize it, it doesn't hold your hand so if you pick one wrong choice it it, it, it there's no really there's no real punishment um but i don't play it that way i want to if i make a wrong decision then i i start over i it's just it's one of those games that just makes me want to be smart and and, and just think things through before making a decision okay so in that aspect i think it's a good game and it has that it has all of you know sherlock's you know qualms his personality like um and the the movies have this the the television shows have it the book and obviously the books have it but he he can just know a person by just looking at the smallest details like uh the clothes they're wearing you know like uh, the buttons are on the on the jacket you know the, the scars on on the person or whatever he just can do know a person by just looking at those and it has that in this game and it's just it's fantastic so if you're a fan of that stuff and you like detective stuff yes wait for it to go on sale though 60 bucks is a little too steep i think okay but, awesome <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know where to fit this one. Um, 
So you're just going to put it number four? (laughs) (laughs) No man's land. But we're going to go back to my honorable mentions. All right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm all over the place with this. I apologize. But uh, Skylanders, Trap Team. Trap Team, okay. And the only reason why this is even on the honorable mention list is because it's the first time I've played a Skylanders game. Always wanted to, and I I really do like it. And it's forcing me to spend money I really don't have. Okay. Um. Uh, I got the a starter kit from Ken. He's like, "Here you go." I'm like, "Fuck you," because now I got to spend money. Um. I, I like it. These are I, just they're fun games for anyone. It's just you gotta have the the, the little figures to play them, and that's you, you gotta have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yes, yeah. that sucks because I mean I I'm not concentrating on getting the little the little Skylander guys. This one's revolving around the trap team, obviously. So I'm going for the big guys, you know, the fifteen dollar a piece guys, and that hurts. <laughs> it hurts so much, but it, it's so fun. I'm so I'm glad I got to finally uh play it because I I honestly I wouldn't have bought it. I I, I just wouldn't because I I knew I would spend a lot of money and I have so far. So I bought every trap. And that's not cheap in its own right. So, um, I don't know. I, I really, I really like it, and I want to play more of it. But the more I play it, the more I need to go out to like Walmart and buy these stupid figures. Sounds too much like magic to me. Yeah, God. <laughs> too many booster packs. That's exactly what it sounds like. And they're coming out with two new like classes, light and dark, and I'm like, oh shit. I don't need to do this. So, but I like Skylanders. Oh, that's all that matters. And I need a race so I can feed my addiction. So you can get more Skylanders. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. Thanks, Ken. Motherfucker. Yep. Um, number three. Four? Or was that Skylanders? Yeah. Oh, that fuck. Skylanders. Yes. Okay. No, so that was honorable yeah, mention. Four oh. <laughs> is uh, Diablo. 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 Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I, I loved, I've played the shit out of this game with, the, um, what's his name? Your name, Drew. Me? Yeah. <laughs> what's that asshole's name? <laughs> <laughs> with, with Drew and, and, uh, and Ken, uh, and we played some last night. Probably playing some more here in the next hour, I hope. Uh, I really, really cannot stop playing this game. I, I love it. I'm not happy with any of my characters. I just don't feel like they're meeting my expectations. So I started a new character. Uh, and I think I like her. Okay. I, I like the wizard. Okay. I think that's my favorite character so far. Because I was playing as a um, demon, demon hunter. hunter yeah. And uh, I don't know. It just uh, – I wasn't happy with the way he turned out. I mean you can change Yeah, I didn't love my bit. demon hunter either. Yeah. Uh. I know you can change his powers, but it just I just didn't like it. I just, you know, I at first I'm like, okay, I can get into this character. Eh, no. Then I tried a Barbarian. I'm like, no. No. And then Witch Doctor. Same thing. No. But I think I'm going to be happy with the way my uh, wizard turns out. Okay. At least I hope so. But uh, that's the beauty of that game. You can just, how many characters can you make? Six. I got to delete some characters. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, you can, there's six classes. I think you can have eight characters created still got to delete some characters okay <laughs> but yeah yeah i need we need to play that so i can level up okay yes 
I, I love it. I mean, I've never played any of others. My brother uh, played a lot of Diablo 2, and I watched him. Um, but uh, the thing that turned me off is that I'm not a PC gamer. I'm not a mouse and keyboard guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, eh, I don't really want to play it. But I really, really want to, and I'm glad it hit the consoles. Absolutely glad. Uh, if there, I love it. My brother, uh, oh my god, if he was on this show, he would talk the shit out of it. He beat it by himself on the hardest difficulty, I think, is what he said. Torment? So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't ever reach past normal because, again, I suck and get frustrated. So, <laughs> I don't know. But he, he, he loves that game, but and I can see why. Okay. Uh, three. Three? Number three. Yep. Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8. Because why the fuck not? It's Mario Kart, and it's awesome. And that's pretty much all I have to say about Mario Kart. Okay. okay. I, I just played the shit out of it single player, played a lot of it multiplayer. Uh, really need to play the DLC tracks, though. It's fantastic. I mean, how can you not like Mario Kart? If there's one person, uh, who's I that? like some Mario Karts. I used to like Mario Kart a lot when I was younger, like the Super Nintendo to the N64, and then yep. as I got older, the less the less appealing it became to me. I don't why? know. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe I just it's kind of the if same. If you say way grew up, about... I'm gonna punch you in the face. No, no, no. That's why I okay. would say that. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's just kind of like the same thing with platformers. I feel like I fell out of love with the genre in general. What y- you know what? Mario Kart will make you fall in love again. Mario Kart 8. I, I had it. I played it. Uh, I played it with people uh, online, offline. It's, it's, and it, you it's didn't okay. fall back in love with it? No, man. I, mm. I don't know. I, maybe it's just like a thing. Uh, maybe I was um, expecting something different. But you can't have a Mario Kart game and it, it being different. It can have like slight adjustments and modifications to the mechanics. But it has to have the core experience or or else the uh, the hardcore fan base won't like it or won't have it in general but at the same time i feel like i played this game before and i'm like ready for like new experiences instead of like the well, old ones that here's that bring whole back the nostalgia here's that whole far cry thing it's not broke they're not going to fix it it's mario kart it's always going to have that premise it's always going to be fucking awesome they may add mm. some things here and there but you know what? They don't need to make anything else. It's fucking Mario Kart. It's just like it's Smash Brothers. It's, it's Smash Brothers. But if it's the same awesome. thing, why not just keep playing the old ones? Mm. Well, you can say that about Far Cry, too. I would actually say the exact same thing about Far Cry. I'm playing Far Cry 4, and I think to myself, I think I had a better time with Far Cry 3. Well, I mean, that's, you know, some people say that, some people don't. Whatever. I like Mario Kart 8. Suck it. No, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's fine, Justin. I'm not saying you, you're, you're wrong in doing so. It's just, it's just to me like you just tried to say something like there's nobody that doesn't like Mario Kart. It's not that I don't like it anymore. It's just a matter of like I don't, I don't love it anymore. Well, Steve, you, know? you like Mario Kart. I said there's no one out there that doesn't like Mario Kart, and you still you like Mario Kart. So you just proved my point. Oh Sorry. my god! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, peanut gallery. Nah. No one asked your opinion. Nah. You're not in this fight. Number two, number two. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess that's my cue to move on. I wasn't done talking about Mario. Kart, Wrap it up, son. All right, go. <laughs> <laughs> this one was this is tough. The top two was tough for me. Okay. Um, still debating it, but uh, I'll go. Shadow of Mordor is my number two. Shadow of Mordor. Cool. Yeah. Big, that game. Big fan of that. It's incredible. 
And uh, when I was when it first came out, I was talking to Ken because usually I trust his opinion more than anyone else because he's been doing this a while. No offense to anyone here, I guess. Um, but and I asked him if that would be a type of game I would like, and he's like, "Hell yeah!" And but it's really really tough, and you have to really learn the mechanics and play it the way it needs to be played. Otherwise, you're gonna die a lot. Yeah. So I took that to heart. I didn't fuck around with it. I'm playing it the way it's supposed to play, and I'm having a blast. Um, we've I've talked about this multiple times on the on the other show. Uh, the only real issue I have is him just. Loving walls too many. Yeah, too he gets, he loves those walls. He sticks. Yeah. He loves sticking to stuff. And it's gotten me killed on multiple occasions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fights do get frustrating, especially when you're going after one captain and then two other, three others join in, and at least twenty other little orcs or whatever. Uh, that's frustrating. But when you beat them all, there's no greater accomplishment in this fucking world. Yeah, you, you feel, feel like, like a, a bad fucking badass. badass. Yeah. And I'm just like, and that's just like. You got to sit back and just enjoy what you just did. You got to just take a breather because it, it takes a lot out of you. Fucking emotionally, it takes a lot out of you. At least it does for me. Okay. And I just got to sit back in there like, oh, fuck. Ah, Jesus. It's just, it's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, and I like that whole universe too. I love the uh, Lord of the Rings universe. But... Uh, so, number one. Number one, game of the year. FIFA 15. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. <laughs> yeah, too late. Minds have been blown. Yeah. <laughs> Your citizenship has been declined, man. You're no longer American. Honestly, I, I think out of my American friends, I'm the only one that likes soccer. But it's in my blood. I am Italian. <laughs> I do like soccer. I played soccer when I was a kid. I like it. Suck it. <laughs> hey, you preaching to the choir here, man. Yeah. So I'm not on that, you know, that whole, you know, World Cup USA bandwagon. I cheered on whenever. But football's still my main sport, so. Not European football, American football. Real football. It's also FIFA. Real, yeah. Well, oh, Drew, pipe down. We <laughs> call gridiron uh, American football. Yeah, we don't, yeah. Yeah, don't want to do that whole fight of real football because, honestly, Drew, American football lose because you touch the ball with your foot maybe mm, five times during a game okay hand egg there you go hand egg that, now that's... there's a sexy title right <laughs> yeah okay. that'll fly with the nfl sounds yeah. like the game your creepy uncle wants to play national oh hand league a hand a there already is an nhl <laughs> <laughs> so they won't even fly that way yeah Alright, real number ah, one. So number one. Number one. Shovel Knight. Ooh, neat. I absolutely everything I played I've this year I've never I this game brought me the most joy. I hands down the most joy. Would fully agree with you. It is fantastic. I love the throwback. You just don't get a lot of that and it's so good. I just can't I just if you haven't played it, uh, if you have a 3DS, buy it. If you have a Wii U, fucking buy it. Pretty soon it's going to be on PS4 and Vita. Buy it. I'll buy it. it. I'll play it uh, when it comes out on PS4 or Vita, probably. There is no... There's no reason for you not to buy it. Buy it. 
Was it, is as it soon like, as I heard the description of it from, I forget it was Drew or Ken or I forget who it was. You guys all look alike. Um, white people. Yeah. I had to, I, or it might have been Ryan. I don't fucking, one of you three guys. I don't know. I, I had to buy it and it, it, I, I'm glad I did. Yeah. Best money I spent in 2014. Hands down. Is it, is it because of the, hang on a second guys. Hang, hang on, hang on. Sure. I'm glad you got the, uh, the recording because it, <laughs> It fucked up. Uh-oh. I broke it. Yay. You did break Just it. Break. But we're back. Go ahead. Uh, I forget what I'm <laughs> oh, Damn it, Drew. You Shovel broke Knight. my flow. Shovel Knight. Buy it. Buy it. Shovel Knight. Buy it. Oh, Shovel Knight. I was asking. I was asking Justin <laughs> since he's picked number <laughs> yes, one. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. What made you like that game so much? Can you quantify it in some way? Can you describe what made you feel this way? Uh, Just the old school. Just yeah. a throwback to the old school. Nostalgia. You know, the... Yeah, man. I'm, okay. you know, I'm old. Introduce me. If you three, if I don't see you playing it... No, uh, I'm a big I'm a big retro fan, so it's definitely on my list. I haven't had time. I'm definitely going to pick it up in the new year. Score. See, I needed a... And I, I, I did just buy a Wii U, so I might even get it on my brand new Wii U. There you go. And it's, nice. it's great playing it on the gamepad, too. There you go. Anyway. Okay. Um... Hey, we're back. I don't know what even to preface with that. I'm going to have to edit this shit. Um, let's move on to Matt Quinn and his top ten and other things, if you have anything else. Um, let me let me throw up a, a couple of asterisks first. Okay. I thought that this year was going to be my high benchmark in how much game playing I got in because I was unemployed for the majority of the year. Uh-huh. Um, turns out unemployment did not give me the amount of time that I thought. I did play a lot of games, but they were not a lot of brand new games since I had no money to buy new games. <laughs> right there so, with you, buddy. <laughs> so despite actually having a lot of time this year, I did not get to play a lot of games from this year. And so when I was putting together my top ten list, which uh, in full disclosure is only a top six. Okay. okay. Oh, you didn't go with filler like I did. Well, I thought I was, I was gonna going to be the only to. one without a top 10. So so what I'm going to do, so I, essentially I had a 10, and I decided, you know what, four of these games I really didn't like enough to include in a top 10. So I, 7 through 10, I'm just going to say that I really didn't like them all that much. Okay. So then <laughs> when I sat down, I'm looking at my six. I've also got another short list of the games that I wish I had played this year. That set of six games seems way more interesting to me than the six games I did play. So it's been a weird weird, weird year for me because... I think we're in the same boat here, Matt. My overall feeling is almost that I didn't really think this was one of the best years in games. Okay. Okay. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's just the spin that I've put on this year because of my lack of time or money or both. Um, so But, but the games that I wanted to play... And, and some of these games that I really wanted to play, I didn't play because I couldn't afford them. Some of them I didn't play because the general consensus was maybe you don't want to spend your money on that game anyway. Okay. So games like Alien Isolation. Every okay. time I see that game, every time I think about that game, I really want to play it. But, you know, from what I've heard, I, it's not a game I want to drop 60 bucks on. Okay. So 23 I'll, hours too long. 
So, so the games that I didn't play that I really wanted to are Alien Isolation, The Evil Within, which, you know, it's may, maybe would have been my game of the year. I don't know. So that, that's true of some of these games. Um, I really wanted to play The Elder Scrolls Online. Okay. I never got to. Shadows of Mordor I didn't get to play, uh, primarily because it, from what I watched, it looked like Assassin's Creed. It is. And uh, something about that series. Maybe it's still my... my willful opposition to playing any other Assassin's Creed game until I finish the first one. It's made me say, no, I'm not playing the other <laughs> one, so maybe I'll just never play Assassin's Creed or know the, the, the splendor of Assassin's Creed because I can't finish the first one. You haven't uh, even made it to two yet? No. Overrated. I, should... uh, I think the whole series is, to be honest with you. Thank you. I was just. I think it peaked at it peaked at two. I think I think it peaked at two as well. I know everybody said Brotherhood was amazing. I got about halfway through Brotherhood and said I'm done. So now, when you say it peaked, did it peak because the quality went down, or did the quality stay the same and the desire to play that Uh, same kind of went down? Actually, I really quite liked Black Flag. I I gotta be honest. I I thought I really after three, which was really boring. Oh God. Really, really boring. Mm-hmm. I quite liked Black Flag. But well, Black Flag is kind of not an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. But, yeah. Sorry to get sidetracked. Anyway. Off your top ten with Assassin's Creed. But, yeah. You should you should play two, though. Two, two, two's a really good game. Someday I'll finish one. I'll lock myself in a room until I finish one. That's exactly what I did. I got halfway through, and I yep. loved it to a point. And then I just couldn't ever get back into it. Yeah. Then you always, you know, had to go interrogate this guy. Follow this guy and then go sit on a bench. Or yeah. you go talk to this guy and he's like, oh, I got to go somewhere. So I need you to go pick up all these flags for me and or some bullshit like that. And I'm just like, I'm done with this fucking game. But what I did was I played it, got halfway through it. Four years later, <laughs> I came back to it. I sat down and did nothing the entire weekend but play Assassin's Creed and finished it and said, I'm trading this thing in and never looking at it again. So my goal, I'm going to do exactly, exactly that, 100% that. And I'm going to give Assassin's Creed one more chance. I'm not going to go to two. I'm going to go to whatever the consensus best Assassin's Creed is. Sounds like it's two from you guys. Two. Two. Black Flag is... I haven't played Black Flag, but the people who have played it say it's the best Assassin's Creed they've yeah. played. The yeah. diff, The problem is Black Flag's not really an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. Agreed. So you should play 2 and you should play Black Flag. Um, when are we going to check in for you having finished Assassin's Creed then? Like, how uh, long are you giving yourself to, like, what? March? PS5. February? PS5. <laughs> PS5. <laughs> Sounds fair. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 a thing that's always there, and it's always like a a kernel stuck in my mind, but it's never really top priority. So I need some sort of incentive or prodding or something. I probably need to find the game first. <laughs> I don't know where it is at, at the moment, but I would like to sit down and you know, there's enough of Assassin's Creed and which leads back into Shadows of Mordor. I would play it. Maybe I would play that after I finish Assassin's Creed 1. Mordor, I would say, is a mixture of Assassin's Creed and Batman. The combat is straight up Batman. Yep. It really is. Yeah, I really want to play that game. I missed that one this year, too. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I prefer Batman's combat, but this one is about as close as you can get. 
it's the same. Uh, Batman is so fucking smooth. There's some jankiness to Mordor. I have yet to experience any combat jankiness. Oh, oh, oh. I have. <laughs> but anyway. All right, so anything else on your I wish I would have played this year list? Dark Souls 2. Okay. Um, and again, I you know I hear it's good, maybe not as good as Dark Souls 1, which I loved, but I'm still frustrated about my PS3 dying. Uh, yeah. I'm the end boss. Yeah. After after I gave up part of my life to get there. Ouch. Yep. So I don't know. I want to play it. I will play it. Probably. I don't know. I don't know which one I would play first. Probably Evil Within. But these are all games, and like when I look at this list, it seems more exciting to me than the top six games that I actually did play. <laughs> well, it makes sense because there's possibility. There's like an endless right, possibility right. there. Yeah. And, and and that's what it is. And some of that already again is tempered. Like I know maybe Alien Isolation is not the best game of the year. Elder Scrolls Online, I know probably ten hours in, like most MMOs, I get bored with it. Yeah. But until that happens, like it's a whole world to explore. Video video games, man. Yeah. Possibilities. So let, let me let me let me give you the four games that were in my ten, and I decided they weren't worthy of spots seven through ten. Okay. And sort of because I didn't play them enough, sort of because what I did play did not capture me, did not hook me. Uh, I played Little Big Planet three, mm-hmm. Far Cry four, Infamous Second Son, and Madden fifteen. Okay. Okay. So I'll say Far Cry 4, you know, I really liked the way you can approach things differently. Do what you want, the order you want, take people out however you want. I like the freeform nature of it, but I just didn't get that hook. It, uh, there's something about it where I'm like, this is cool, the environments look great, but what's that thing that makes me like sit up and go, oh my god, this is so awesome. Did you get that hook in Far Cry 3? I never played 3 because I hated 2. Okay, I hated two with a fire burning passion of hell. Um, but Far Cry Three was my game of the year when it came out. Yeah, see, I, I liked one, played two, hated it so much I never even played three, and then I picked four up because I heard it was so good. Okay. Um, Little Big Planet was fun. It was more of the same. It was the first time I really got to play that with somebody, so I thought that was cool. Uh, like sitting right next to me and playing it, mm-hmm. uh, but. It was a little more the same and a little... I just didn't get far enough in it to really say I, I loved it or I didn't. Infamous was gorgeous, but it was sort of repetitive. Infamous was mm-hmm. a lackluster story if there ever was one. Yeah. And I'm a huge Infamous fan. But the it was fun to play minute to minute. Like I liked doing things. I liked crossing things off my checklist. I liked... Hell, I liked just looking at it for, for the first five six hours that i played it yeah um but you know it, it just wasn't enough to me to to even give it a 10 a spot 10 on my list and then madden 15 i thought was fantastic for what it was but i i just didn't get to touch it that much i didn't really get to play online i had big plans to play it online a lot the thing with the online and this is the biggest disappointment uh about this game bringing for me mm-hmm. is they took away the um co-op, co-op. Which I had a blast playing co-op. One of the reasons why I bought the game. And yeah. when me and Kane jumped online and said, oh, the co-op's no longer in it, I'm like, then I don't want to play this game. Yeah, I mean, that's the only reason why I wanted to play it online. I mean, I play the 
you know, the season, but I get so far and I'm like, ah, I've had enough. But the, the, the co-op throughout the years really, you know, sucked me in. I really love playing it. And then when Ken told me, oh, they took it out, I'm like, oh, I'm taking it back. Yep. See, I really like the ultimate team in it. I never, I, I never really got close enough to playing the the co-op. <laughs> uh, but I haven't played a Madden in four or five years, and there was no ultimate team in the last one I played. So I'm like, holy crap, this is like my whole own fantasy football thing that I can do by myself. Yeah, I couldn't even get into that. I, that was just that. See, ultimate just, team is is huge for FIFA. That, like, that, that's, I thought it was so fun. That's, yeah, most that's, people who play FIFA do it because of the Ultimate Team, and there's like a whole online kind of just that's what it's based around, like Ultimate it's Team got, competitions. It's got the whole magic thing too, where you're getting packs. You're like you're earning packs, yeah. Right? But, and uh, like the people, so they make it. They make a fortune from packs. Like you, so you fun. Buy, you have to buy in-game currency with like real money. And like I have a friends, I have friends who spent, you know. Probably the gate, the value of the game itself again on packs, and oh. like there's a whole like for FIFA, it's massive. Like people will sell like players for ridiculous amounts of in-game currency. And that's so. why I never did Ultimate Team. Yeah. See, but you can earn them just by doing like the daily stuff too, right? Yep. Yes. You don't. You don't get a lot of them, but yeah. For as no, much as I play, I've always got something to do in that sense. There's a whole separate edition of FIFA that always gets released here as well, which is FIFA 15 Ultimate Team Edition, and you get like a gold pack every week for 52 weeks and stuff like that, and it's a lot more money, and yeah. So the the game is based around Ultimate Team. Uh, no, that was the one thing. <laughs> I looked at that screen on Madden, and I was like, I'm so fucking confused. I don't want to do this. Let me play football. <laughs> it's, See, I Ultimate was like, seems good. Crap. It's really addictive. Magic mixed with fantasy football? I am in. Mixed with real yeah. football? I don't know. I, I thought it was cool. I'd rather but... play Magic. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like those four games, I guess I could have just listed as 7 through 10, but I, I didn't. They, to me, they didn't earn them, and I didn't play enough of them to give them that honor. Okay. So, I guess I'll start with 6, but even these are a bit shaky, and back to my other asterisk is that. I didn't really get to play a ton of most of these games. Okay. But, and and I really wanted to ask a follow-up question on Shovel Knight, because my number six was Mercenary Kings. Okay. Because out of all the, the games that we got through the PS4 and the PS3, all these little indie games, all these retro games that are getting released, or retro update games, this was the one I had the most fun with. Mm-hmm. And I think I would love Shovel Knight, but just telling me that, like, this is a cool retro game reminds me of the 8-bit days, the 16-bit days. That's not really enough anymore because i played so many of these that I just don't love. Okay, so Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight is if you combined Mega Man, DuckTales, Super Mario Brothers, Metroid, Metroid, Castlevania, yeah, Castle, a heavy Castlevania vibe. Put them all together and made a game out of it. Tell so me that doesn't really scream say, awesome. Yeah, so you wouldn't really say this is a cool new retro game that feels like it was made in you know eighty five or whatever. No, no, no. no. This game it's, totally. It's like all the best ones. It's all the. It's this is the all stars. Shovel Knight is the all stars. You take the best eight bit platformers, you combine them together, and you got Shovel Knight. And it's but it, it's it, it's so tight in the way it plays, that there is no way this could ever have ran on an NES. Right. 
So this is a modern day 8-bit game that harkens back to uh, mainly Mega Man, DuckTales, and Castlevania. Those are the three games that I'd say they're the closest to as far as like the platforming is a lot like DuckTales. The way you choose stages is kind of like Mega Man and uh, the RPG elements are kind of like that of Castlevania, like the old school Castlevania games. See, it sounds awesome, and that even like that idea blows what I played of Mercenary Kings out of the water. But <laughs> I was thinking Mercenary Kings was going to be a Contra type game, and so I had a buddy over, and I'm like, "Hey, let's play this game I got for free." And he's like, yeah. "All right." And we sat down, and then it's, it's split screen. I'm like, "What the fuck is this? Isn't this just a shoot 'em up?" And they're like, "No, <laughs> this is like a weird Borderlands type yeah, go game." On I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And we tried playing it, and we're like. I just wanted Contra shoot shit. <laughs> so, I mean, Mercenary Kings was cool. I think the music was fantastic in that game. Um, but it, 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 I, I needed to play more of that. That was my problem. I, me and Dave kind of got into it for a while. We played it for about a week together, like every night. And um, I had a good time with it, though. Yeah, I, number I would much, Go ahead. I was just going to say I would much rather play Shovel Knight than Mercenary Kings moving forward. Yes. But yeah, you would. You need to buy it. I will, but the only place I can find it right now is on my P- on a PC, and maybe now someday I could get a controller to work with my new Windows 8 PC. But yeah, you need I, a controller for that. I don't want to play it with a mouse and keyboard. No, no. I'll wait till it comes out on the PS4 and get it. Yeah, it's coming soon. I think. So you're number five. This is going to be sort of a weird one, but Call of Duty? That, that's totally fair. Advanced Warfare, I'd, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I I guess I've had some fatigue, as as everybody has, so I didn't play whatever the one was that came out last year. Ghosts. Ghost. Yeah, I never touched Ghosts. Probably for the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I got my $5 out of it. <laughs> <laughs> So I picked this one up. I'm like, all right, now it's been a couple of years. You know, I I wonder if it's what I remember. And I was like, yep, this looks great. The single player is exciting. You know, not terribly deep, not terribly long, whatever. It's exciting. It's action-packed. And then I went online, and it was buttery smooth. It was the this, one of the best gun feels, like the best actually hunting people experience that I had all year. Um, and the the voice chat worked. People were not being terribly douchey. So, I don't know. I just had an overall real good experience with it. I'm like, yeah, this is just as good as I remember it. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't... So, wouldn't yeah, I like, I like ranking up again. So, you're playing like Call that. of Duty Advanced Warfare online with random people, and they weren't being douchebags, is what you're telling me. <laughs> if only I could believe you, Matt. I, that's, believe I tell you what, that's the one pleasant surprise about Destiny as well, because I never talk to randoms on Call of Duty. Yeah. Ever. As a woman especially. Like, just... Um, don't even go there. Every random I've ever played with on Destiny has been just cool. We've like, play, no issues. We've, we've played a yeah. lot with randoms too, especially for looking for groups and stuff like that. Yeah. And every you know one why? of them has been professional. Because yeah, you're not on Xbox Live. I don't believe That's that. That's where all the little assholes are. No, me, believe me, me they're all on me. PlayStation as well. Yeah. It's just, oh, it's just it. a lot of them don't have mics back in the day. 
when the PS3 <laughs> I, came out. I still, I still, it's still Xbox Live. Uh, carry on. Okay. So um, my oh. number four was Diablo. Okay. Uh, I only played the PS3 version, so I don't even know if that counts. That counts, yeah. Sure. But, I mean, it, my my thing is is that there was an expansion that released for Diablo 3 this year. Reaper of Souls came out this year, yeah. and that changed that game dramatically. Because uh, truth be told, before last year, Diablo 3 kind of sucked. It did. Yeah, this, this was the new version that I played. Yeah. And uh, it was also the first time I got to play it as a console, on a console. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just so much better for me. I mean, that even if it hadn't been executed well, I still would have enjoyed it, I think, a lot more than on the PC. Okay. And the fact that it was smooth, I just, I don't know, I really liked it. I was surprised as shit at how well a controller works with Diablo 3. They perfected that shit. They really did. Because I was, you know, I'm, a, I'm somewhat of a PC purist when it comes to Diablo. You know, I got like 200. I can't even tell you how many fucking hours I put in Diablo 2 when I was 15 years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's where I played it. I played it on a piece of shit PC. And, you know, and I played Diablo 3 and, you know, I'm clicking around and stuff like that. And, you know, it, when I jumped on that controller, I was like, damn, this is a game changer. It yeah, feels it, really natural, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's like great. Like it always it's had been. Yeah, I agree. Like, that's where it should have been played. Like, that's where yeah. I, I wish I had played it first. Yeah. I, I might have had a totally different experience with with Diablo. And uh, you guys mentioned your, your experience with it. I never really was big into Diablo 1 or 2 when they were big. Mm-hmm. So I bought, like, the Battle Chest Edition and, you know, played a bit of them. Uh, but I was really, at that point, still just waiting for Diablo 3 to come out someday and hoping that I would be able to get in on the ground floor and really see what Diablo was supposed to be like. Um, and I, and I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed what I played of 2. I enjoyed what I played of 3. But I don't think that I really loved it until I played it on a console. Okay. So you're, uh, you're going to your number 3? Number 3... Which, number three is a weird one because I wasn't considering it until I started to to put the list together. I'm like, all right, what games did come out this year? What ones that I might have overlooked? And uh, and then I saw Hearthstone. That's that's a fantastic game. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't just I didn't really realize that's not a game I think of when I'm thinking of games because I spent most of my time on the PS4, and that's really what I was thinking of. I'm like, what did I play on the PS4 this year? And uh, yeah, Hearthstone was is great. It's fantastic. It's so lighthearted and fun and easy to get into and easy to play for five minutes, but also easy to play for a couple hours. Oh yeah, yep. it's uh, it's good. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. I absolutely agree. Same. I have not played the expansion though. I wanted to play the something Curse of Naxxramas or something. Uh, yeah, to Curse that of effect. Naxxramas. Um, it was like a. A pay thing you can pay with either gold or money. You get these wings, and uh, after you play through them, you fight a boss. You get some cards and legendaries. There's also the new expansion, Goblin vs. Gnomes, that came out. Yeah, yeah, that's coming yep. out. Is it out now? It's already out. If you Actually, I'm not sure if the promotion ran out, but if you actually log in, you get three free packs of it. Um, so if you haven't, you should log in to see if you got oh. them or not. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But that's another game where, in along with the next two games... 
and you know a lot of these games they're games that not only did I enjoy this year but I can foresee enjoying even as new games come out yeah like Hearthstone's a game that I don't think I will stop playing anytime soon yeah. I don't I, it's not a game I play every day but I do play it you know, once a week or so and I enjoy it and um we'll keep playing it indefinitely <laughs> so my number 2 game mhm is a game that you guys have already mentioned, which is Destiny. Okay. Okay. But throw another asterisk on the list, which is that I haven't really gotten to play that much with other people. Yeah. I was going to say, Matt, I haven't seen you on yeah. there. Yeah. I've played a handful of times with one of my buddies from Chicago, and it worked out well because we were pretty much exactly the same level, which is why I've been hesitant to try and play with you guys. Because I know you guys are way, way, way farther than me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make us any good. No, no. <laughs> trust me. No, but it makes it not fun. But it might make like, me completely I... irrelevant. Yeah, and that, if, see, you know. when I was starting out with these guys, they were way ahead of me, and I had to catch up. It just wasn't fun. I was doing nothing to the enemies they were facing. Nothing. I literally could not hit them. They were immune to any of my attacks. It's just not fun until you level your character up to the guys yeah, you're no, playing Yeah, no, that's with. true. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's why I, I don't know how long anyone else is going to be playing this game, but if when I eventually reach some higher levels, if you guys are still playing, I would love to oh, play with you. We'll still be playing. Well, it just so I'm happens. I'm already locked into uh, yeah. another DLC after this one. So. Yeah, me too. It just so happens uh, one of my buddies is getting the game tomorrow, and another online friend of mine is getting the game tomorrow. So I'm starting a hunter tomorrow. Uh-oh. No way. Yeah, level one, nice. starting over. My, I've got two big characters, like one fully leveled up, another one well on the way and then yeah. I've got like a warlock who's just sat there at level 2 for a rainy day but I'm not ready to commit to three characters yet yeah. so. but I have enjoyed all the time I've played it, even without other people yeah, I mean I don't know, I, I mean like the, the fundamentals of it, it feels good I feel like I can be reasonably accurate and you know, when I'm dying, I'm like oh, I should have done that better and it I don't feel like the game's being cheap on me. You know, I, it seems well-crafted. Now, I haven't really gotten into the loot drops, which I know are issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cheap in, in, in those ways. But in terms of, like, the way it handles, yeah. I think it it's really good. Yeah. The, the difference in the different types of guns and stuff like that and upgrading and stuff, you can feel the changes you make to your weapons as you progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to play more. So, yeah. um... Matt, your uh, your game of the year, your number one, has a caveat again, as Destiny does, <laughs> in that I don't think like, and this is why I kind of feel a, a little bit lackluster on the years that even my favorite games of the year, I'm not a hundred percent blown away by. Okay. Like I think they're they're amazing games, and I like them to the point that I love them, but they're not like beyond reproach like so my number one game is dragon age inquisition okay oh uh, i i do think it's a fantastic game it's very deep but i've got so like and if anyone's listened to the podcast we've re- recorded i you know i clearly am not head over heels enamored in love with it but yeah i mean it, it's a fantastic game and i don't think there's any doubt about that and from what i've played of it it's, it's clearly the best game i've played this year okay 
So to 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 go along with that, uh, last year I know this may be kind of difficult. What would you what would you say your game of the year last year was? Ugh. I don't even know. Okay, I, I was going to ask if you knew offhand what it would have probably would have been. Would I say would that have blown you away? Did that blow you away as much as you hoped Dragon Age would? You know. Yeah, I, it, it may have also been so. I would have called The Last of Us probably my game of the year. Yeah, last year. I was gonna say that. It, I don't think a game has blown me away as much right. as that has. This that year. game on, on it was clearly did. I mean, I don't have any real faults with that game at all. It may <laughs> not be everybody's cup of, the, of tea, yeah. and I know that's your case, Drew. Uh-huh. I know it's not your favorite game. Hmm. Um, but the, the things that it does, I just think it does so well. Right. No, I agree with you. Okay. You know, that's the whole point of having lists and different opinions and discussions and all that. So Even if they're wrong. Oh, here we go. <laughs> there I go, trying to be diplomatic. And <laughs> There's but no see, room for that in here. <laughs> Dragon Age might have suffered a little bit from all this build-up. I mean, we've been basically been building yeah. to this point for the majority of a year. So that could have something to do with it, but I, I don't know. I guess I probably won't know that until I finished it and thought about it and maybe restarted it to get more of a clear-headed sense of, of where I stand with the game. Right. Okay. Well, since we're saving Jay for last, I'm going to go through mine. I'm going to go relatively quick. Um, I'll talk about it a little bit. I do want to do some honorable mentions, and uh, I know Ken has already made fun of me about it, but I'm going to do it anyway. My honorable mentions are pretty much an entire separate list. <laughs> sure. But that's okay because I want to mention them. First one being Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. I know it came out last year. The Definitive Edition came out this year. I finally played it this year. thought it was a pretty good game. Mario Golf World Tour, uh, 3DS game. I'm really big into those arcade golf games, kind of like Hot Shots. Yep. And I really, really got into Mario Golf for about a month and really liked it. Uh, Infamous Second Son. Uh, the weakest out of all the infamouses, infamouses, infamous I, counting festival of blood or no? <laughs> the, uh, um, uh, yeah, counting festival of blood. Well, no, I take that back. I mean, infamous. I mean, festival of blood was just it was really short. You know, yeah. I mean, um, I liked it, but at the same time, I was like, this. It, uh, it pissed there's me off. There's something missing in that game, hey? Just yeah. there's something that's not there. It, it just felt like it was going through the motions. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the biggest thing for me was is that I'm a huge fan of the infamous lore. And to me, Cole McGrath will always be a bad guy. I won't say he's supposed to be a villain, but I think he does things for selfish reasons. And that's why I played him as a villain in every uh, the first one and the second one. And the fact that they shoehorned the good ending into the continuity really pissed me off. And I was like, that's kind of bullshit. So, um, MLB 14, the show, uh, I haven't played a baseball game and I don't know how long, I guess since King Griffey jr. On the SNES. Um, but I picked this up mainly because of the spectacle. They said, Oh, it's, you know, it looks amazing, you know, on the PlayStation 4 and stuff like that. I picked that game up and holy shit, did I become addicted to that game for like two months? 
Yeah. I, 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 yeah, that was a great baseball game. You did Road to the Show, yeah? I did. Yeah, and see, that's what sucks me into this game. I don't play any other mode. I pick this game up every year and just do the same thing. I make my character, me, and progress through the uh, through the, the minors to the majors. Yep. And once I hit the majors, I suck ass. I call it a day. <laughs> that's exactly what <laughs> happened to me. That's exactly what happened to me. And I was kicking ass in AAA. Yeah, and all of a sudden I went to the Cardinals, and they were like, <laughs> "Guess See, what, motherfucker?" <laughs> and I, I like that transition. I like how it starts off where you're hitting everything and anything, and then you get to the majors, and you can't hit jack and shit. Yep. But my first game in the majors, my first at bat, fucking home run, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. So, but after that, I went like oh for twenty. So oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ouch. <laughs> One head wonder right there. Yep. Yep. Hey, that's all that matters. That's the first time I've ever um, done that in uh, in MLB the show. Is first at bat in the majors, home run. I don't care. It's a milestone. I'm done. I, I can retire. <laughs> but uh, but playing MLB 14 the show solidified that when 15 comes out, I'm gonna buy it. That that that's the thing. I think that's going to become a yearly franchise for me because I I fell in love with that game. Yeah, I've played a couple over the last four or five years, and uh, they are very, very good. Yeah. And I was going to buy it with you. I, I was fully on board, but I just didn't want the PS4, PS4 first year technical difficulties. Yeah. And I, and since I don't buy it every single year, I just decided that next year will be the year. Okay. Well, then we'll play together then. Nice. Uh, Murdered Soul Suspect. Like, Yay. Like Justin. Uh, I really like this game. I mean, it's not... Difficult by any means. There really is no punishment for saying for you have <laughs> ten choices, and I chose nine wrong ones, and then the last one's there, and that's the correct one. There's no penalty for that. No, no. If you pick the wrong <laughs> one, it just X's it out, and you're like, oh, try again. Like, yeah. Oh, you pick wrong. Try again. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But that yeah. ga- that game was there for the story, and it actually had a pretty decent premise. Yep. So it was it was it was it was a fun little little game um, that I think a lot of people should give a shot. Yeah, I agree. Um, Lords of the Fallen. Really? Yeah, I liked Lords of the Fallen. Which uh, version of the game did you play, Drew? I played the PS4 version. Even with the bugs, the frame rates, and everything in between. I'll be honest with you, the frame rate did dip some. I didn't have as many bugs as a lot of people reported. Hmm. Now the fright, now I, I, I did notice some frame rate dips. I will admit that. But this game, there's no denying the fact that they wanted to be Dark Souls. No deny, no denying. And failed, yeah. Oh come on. <laughs> yeah, they did. They took the Cliff Notes version of what makes Dark Souls Dark Souls, and they decided to just fill in the blank. They added maybe about two or three mechanical ideas that were neat, and then they just phoned it in. Every single boss you fought, every single enemy, all the mechanics behind it was either a carbon copy or trying to be something that was done better before. And and I'm not even going to go into the whole story element of that game because it's not even um, worth talking about. I mean, the story was a throwaway. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was. Okay. I mean, that's an honorable mention. It's not even on my list. Okay, relax. <laughs> uh, another honorable mention: Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Man, didn't have the umph that I wanted. 
it had the loot that I wanted, but it didn't have the world that I wanted. You didn't. I think it, you didn't feel like you were getting burnt out on Borderlands game at that point. When you no. Were it? No. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. Um, I, you know, I, I, I didn't beat the game. Um, but I, 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 I enjoyed finding the better guns and trying it out. And there was a lot of comedy that kind of fell flat. In fact, most of it fell flat, to be honest with you. Um, and that was one of the great things about Borderlands was that most of them were funny. Yep. Um, this one. This one, like you said, with Lords of the Fallen, this one felt like a, a phone-in deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like that loot, and I think that they, they handle loot pretty well in that game. Okay. And the other honorable mention is something that me and Ken and Justin played a, a shit ton of, and I know it didn't come out this year, but the mode came out this year, Killzone Shadowfall Intercept. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that game. Yeah. Um, I had a fucking blast with that. Yeah. Okay, you got yeah. mad at it. Hey, I needed. Oh God, I don't want to get started with it. Yeah, let's not get started into it because I, yeah. we're gonna have to. I, I got to wrap this up for Sophie's time. <laughs> um. Uh. So I'm gonna go into. Uh, oh, I forgot one other honorable mention. It, one of the reasons why is because I didn't play enough of it. Uh, it may have made my top ten if I had played more of it. Sunset Overdrive. I like Sunset Overdrive. I don't think I played enough of it. That's one of the big problems. And that's problems. the reason why you bought the fucking Xbox, man. Well, I wa- I wanted the Xbox <laughs> How One. How dare you, Drew? Yeah, I know. Right. I wanted <laughs> I wanted an Xbox One. Okay, it, it was a bonus that Sunset Overdrive came with it, and I was like, ah, I'll play it. Uh, I just haven't played enough of it. Um, but like I said, I do enjoy. It. I think it has too much shit in it. As yeah. in, like you have to collect every fucking thing, and I'm not much of a go and collect all the shit. See, now I have the opposite problem. I have to collect shit, and, oh, Jesus, there's a lot. Yeah. So uh, that is my other honorable mention. My number 10 game is actually something that Matt brought up, Hearthstone. For a a while there, me and Jay played a shit ton of Hearthstone together. (laughs) I I, I still play, actually. Yeah, even though he beat the shit out of me every single time, uh, I had really bad decks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the decks. Yeah, it, it, it's not my fault. Yeah, I I've seen you play, Drew. I think there was more to it than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, if you want a rematch, you know I'm right. <laughs> but uh, I I became addicted to that game for a while back in like probably March and April somewhere around in there for like a couple of months. That's all I played. I, I that was my that was kind of like what became my Street Fighter, where I don't know what to play. Let me load up Hearthstone. You know. That's the um, kind of game that is a free-to-play game that's done so well where I'm just like, give me a way to give you some money. I've, okay. I've gotten so much enjoyment out of this. Let me give you some money. Yeah, that's – damn Blizzard, man. Fucking Blizzard. Those motherfuckers know how to make video games. Yep. Too good. Holy crap. Um, uh, my number nine is Far Cry 4. Uh, it's more the same. I would totally agree with that, uh, but I like that same. Um, I haven't played enough of it to 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 say if it's better than three or not. I don't think it is. I really don't like the. I liked Far Cry 3's world more than I did this one. There was more variety. There was more variety. Yeah. It seems like the world here was chosen because it's picturesque. 
It is. Um, uh, number eight, Mario Kart eight. Um, <laughs> I bought my Wii U, and um, because I got a really good deal on it. At the same time, I bought Mario Kart eight because, yeah, I haven't played a Mario Kart since sixty four. <laughs> And uh, I remember liking it back then. See, I haven't liked a Mario Kart since 64. Okay. See, I haven't tried any of the other ones. Um, but when I booted that up, I felt like a kid again. I was like, wow, this is this is really fun. you know. Now, don't get me wrong. That has some really cheap AI. has some really shitty. It's always fans. had cheap AI, though. That yeah. game has always had cheap AI. This is true, but man, now that I have uh, you know matured and know what a racing game is, fuck that game. Sometimes they like to gang up on you. Yes. Yeah, I know. Uh, my number seven, a game that has not been mentioned yet. Hmm. And I figured Justin would have mentioned it. Ah, oh, shit, I missed one? You may have. <laughs> number seven is South Park, The Stick of uh, Truth. Uh, it's because I haven't played it. Oh, uh, okay. The Stick of Truth. I am a big South Park fan. I think that the, the comedy in that show is is well done. It's ridiculous. It is, it's crude. It's offensive. And it doesn't apologize for it. And it shouldn't. It's a smart offensive, if that makes sense. And holy shit, is this game offensive. <laughs> To practically everybody. Um, and it doesn't apologize for it. And that's what's so great about it. And the fact that it's a turn-based role-playing game like Final Fantasy. That just makes it even better. <laughs> this is it, it's so dumb in so many aspects. But at the same time, I fucking love it. Did you did you beat it, Drew? I did not. Uh, I was going to plug that best scene in the game, but I can't say it. But the yeah yeah um, the I I am gonna go back see I went back uh, earlier this month and played all the games that I wrote down on my list just to see where I would probably put them and when I booted up South Park I said I have fucking no idea what I was doing so I started a new game and even like the character creator like when Cartman's talking to you and you say okay type in a name and I type in Drew and it says okay so you typed in douchebag. And I type it in again. Okay, you mean douchebag. You sure you want to be called douchebag? He calls you douchebag throughout the rest of the game. Just it doesn't matter what you type in. <laughs> so I mean, it's that's it, it's like things, small things like that is what makes that game great. Uh, my number six, uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor. Really, really like this game. Kind of came out of nowhere. Now I saw trailers of it and stuff like that. Thought it was thought it looked fantastic, and that was the reason why I pre-ordered that fucker. But at the same time, when I booted it up, I was like, "Holy shit, this fucking world is huge!" And the mechanics in it, like the whole, like, just even dealing with the captains and how they remember stuff from you. You know, they, like like there was one time, like so there there may be a captain who he gets scared when fires around, so you light his ass on fire, but he runs away and gets away. Then you encounter him later, and he's got burn marks on him. And he's like, I remember you from last time. You fucking set my ass on fire. That, you, you don't see that shit in games. And, and every single one of them has a name. Every fucking orc in this game has a name. And there's a shit ton. There, yeah. I can't tell you how many I've killed. So, I mean, it, it's it, there, there's that is part of 
the next generation, the the way they handled that system, the Nemesis system, it it it, it was revolutionary. I'd never seen anything done like that before, and hopefully, I hope to see more games like that. Uh, let's see here, my number five. Uh, a game that Jay may snicker at when I mention it. <laughs> Dark Souls 2. <laughs> I, uh, it's Dark Souls. Now I know a lot of people uh, out it's, there. It's, it's wannabe Dark Souls. Stop it. Got <laughs> it. It's, it's second team, you know, the... You know, the, the off-season Dark Souls, yeah. Sure. But there's no denying that it's still a good game. It's a good game, yeah. Yes. I absolutely fell in love with this game. It had been a while since I, I sat down and played Dark Souls. In fact, it had been how long, Matt? Probably about a year. Yeah. Because uh, we did it for Phoenix Down. I was getting prepared for Dark Souls 2. When we finished Dark Souls 1, I was like, yes, I am ready. Dark Souls 2, bring it. Fucking played it. And f- I, it, the first 10 hours of that game hooked me so friggin' hard. I was like, oh my god, this is better in every fucking way possible. It's like, and, and, and to me, it was like the tweaks that they did. There was things that they changed, but then they had to change something else to make that work. And I was like, god, the, the amount of things that they had to do, these precision things... I mean, it, it, like I was like, this is this is fucking amazing. Now going back to it, now I understand there are some faults with the game. Yes, I can see that, Jay. I, I didn't say <laughs> nothing. I, I'm just saying. I know, but we've had this conversation <laughs> before. I remember the conversation, mm-hmm. and then you started bringing up stuff, and I was like, okay, yeah, all right, I get it, I get it. Maybe I shouldn't have gave it a ten. No, no, that was your <laughs> that was your experience with the game, Joe, and I would never take that away from you. Well, that's true. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, I fucking, like, when I reviewed that game, I was in love with that game. I really was. Um, and, oh, my God, when it came out on PC, I was blown away. Holy shit. That that game running at 60 frames per second is totally different. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that the way to buy it? All yes. 100%. 100% get the PC version. Actually, uh, wait a bit. Matt, because they have the the re-release version coming out with the yeah, new graphic do. engine, yeah. and the PC version is not going to update to that. They're going to actually release a new version too, because apparently mm-hmm. that can't be done through a patch, like it will be on the PS3 version. So you should wait on that for a bit. But yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. You can probably get the PS4 version then. Mm-hmm. My number four, a game that has been on practically everybody's list so far, Diablo Three Ultimate Evil Edition. Uh, everything that has been said has already been said about this game. Blizzard knows how to make a role-playing game. Blizzard also knows how to try to swindle people out of their money, which is what they did when they released the auction house shit. Uh, But when they took that auction house stuff out, they were determined to fix that game. And when Reaper of Souls came out, it was technically before Reaper of Souls came out, because I got into the whole open beta thing and, you know, the loot 2.0 system and stuff like that. The minute I started playing that game, I automatically got better shit. I felt like 15 again. And I was like, yep, this is the Diablo I know and love. And damn, have they done nothing but improve that game since then. I, it, it, the support for that game is amazing. And I highly suggest it to anybody. Anybody out there. 
Yep, even if you were burned by Diablo 3 and felt like it was a piece of crap, because it was a piece of crap, uh, now that Reaper Souls and all these changes and improvements with the community has been made, definitely try it again. It's a brand new game. Yes. Yeah, and I never even played any Diablo before I got it, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So, anyone can enjoy it. My number three game. Uh, so, we're getting into my top three. Now, this one has shifted multiple times. My number dun, three dun, game. Dun. My number three game. Is the game that I have put the most time into this entire year. Destiny. And that'd be Destiny. I've put over 160 hours into Destiny. Jesus. Speechless. Yeah. That's just in one character. I don't know how that happened with me either. It just did. Yeah, over time. Yeah. It, it, the, the thing about Destiny, and this is the thing that I, I wanted to bring up as far as because everybody's talked about Destiny so far. Um, and the thing that, that, that I keep going back to about Destiny is the fact that this has rejuvenated playing with other people. Because, especially for me, because back in, you know, when I was 21, 22, somewhere running there, huge into Call of Duty. I played Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty 4 every fucking night. Okay, I was the I was one of the best Call of Duty players on Xbox Live. I I, I hold that title. I was I I, I really did, um, and I was obsessed with playing online, playing against other people, playing with other people on teams. Okay, and and Call of Duty kind of ruined that for me too. Modern Warfare Two came out, and I said I am done. I haven't played a Call of Duty since then. Okay. But it also kind of tarnished me going online and playing with other people. In uh, any game. Well, not not just in any game, but it was it 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 it, it, it was hard because I, I played the crap out of Borderlands. I played the crap out of Borderlands two, you know, and those are heavy co op games, and I played those co op. But when I played Destiny, I think it was the fact that everybody picked this fucking game up, it seemed like. Everybody on my friends list was playing it at one time or another. And it, we always had somebody to play with. Then I played the raid. And when I did that raid for the first time, that's when I realized that this fucking game is actually pretty brilliant. Because it, You still feel that way after last night? Even though, yeah. <laughs> the, the, what we did last night is fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was. I mean, I mean that, that's that's the thing. Is like, and it shouldn't be right when you sit there and describe it. It sounds absurd. Yeah, but like we spent three hours trying not to fall into a fucking hole while being chased by hordes of enemies. Exactly. <laughs> but the the way they have those set pieces, and on top of that, the coordination you have to have when you're with your fire team. See, that's the thing is when you go into these raids completely blind, not knowing what to do, it's. It, it's it's like a puzzle almost, and you're trying to piece this puzzle together with five other people. Yeah, and it's not obvious. Like no. it's not you're not spoon fed like a path or oh you need to put this over here and then the door opens. You know, like it's kind of insane when you think about it. Yeah, they just I mean they might as well just put your objective is survive, go, because I mean that's exactly what they do. 
But when I did the raid, the Vault of Glass, for the first time, and we had to coordinate, and it took us fucking four hours to get through just the, the first section of the fucking thing, it, it felt like you accomplished something. It felt like, to me, when I first started playing Demon Souls, and I beat that first boss it took me forever to get to, and died multiple times at his body and all this other shit, it, it, it had that sense of accomplishment that you don't really get in a lot of games nowadays. Mainly because everything is kind of handheld to you. Everything's given to you. Here, do this. Go exactly right here. You know, it, and to me, the raid in Destiny is the best thing of that game. And it, it, it completely changed what I thought of that game. Because I was honestly getting burned out on this whole, I'm getting shit loop drops. I'm getting nothing that I want. You know, I, I'm having to grind for every fucking thing in this game. But then I did that raid, and I was like, "This, this is this is a totally different game from what I've been playing." So, that is my number three. <clears throat> my number two, and this is the two; these two games that are coming up are the two games that I had the hardest trying to figure out where I was going to put them. But I knew that they were going to be one or number two. But I finally decided my number two game is going to be Shovel Knight. You motherfucker. Take that, mm-hmm. Justin. Right. <laughs> Which means I know what your number one oh, is. You know what my number one is. Everybody, <laughs> Whatever. everybody knows what my fucking number one is. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I do? Okay, well, just continue on. Continue on. Okay. Shovel Knight is by far... <sighs> The best game of the year? Fuck yeah. It's up there. It most certainly is. Um, This game came out of nowhere for me. I I, I knew it was was a Kickstarter. When when I hear the word Kickstarter, my mind instantly glazes over it, and I don't really give a fuck. And then they said, Ken was like, hey, we got this game called Shovel Knight coming out. You want to review it? And I was like, what is it? And they said it was a Kickstarter game. I was like, oh, good. And he gave me it. I booted it up on my PC. And I was like, what is this? This is like DuckTales, which is one of my favorite games of all time. I was like, what is this stage select screen? It's like Mario Brothers 3. What was with these enemies? It's like there's stages that are themed, and there's a boss at the end of it that has to do with that theme. What is this Mega Man shit? Holy crap. This game is fucking amazing. It really is. Anybody out there, I'm dead serious. Buy Shovel Knight. I gotta play it. Yeah, but it's not good enough for your game of the year. So. It's not. <laughs> there's, a, there, there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. There is a reason why, Justin. For a I, game that just came out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it came out it's this year. Pretty good year. reason. Pretty good reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So here, here's my thing. And as everyone probably knows. My number one game, my game of the year, my personal game of the year, is Dragon Age Inquisition. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. I know. Mm. But here's the reason why. And I think that that Dragon Age Inquisition is a good game. It's a fantastic game. I think it plays well. I think uh, it it looks great. And um, I think that the world itself is gigantic. But the biggest thing for me... And I know that Matt's not really getting the most out of it. Jay, I know you're definitely not getting the most out of it, which because you've already described it to me. 
But the biggest thing that gets me about this, it's not because of Dragon Age Inquisition. It's because of Dragon Age the series. It's because for the past five years, I've been building a world. You know, starting with the origins. And you've been rebuilding it this year as well, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I... The lore of this series is what I fell in love with. The characters, that was just a bonus. But when I played Origins for the first time, it felt like this world actually existed, you know, before this game came out. You know, they, they and, it, and, it, and it, it didn't try to hold your hand trying to explain this stuff to you. You know, it was just like, hey, you know, mages are here. You know, mages are kind of feared. Uh, you know, Templars, we, we, we put them into an establishment to keep them in check. You know, then they, you know, there's a lot of controversy with this kind of stuff. And, but they didn't, they didn't, it wasn't like pounded into your head kind of thing. You know, and then in Dragon Age 2, a lot of people didn't like the way it played or didn't like it at all. I know there's a lot of people who fucking hate that game. But it was a continuation of that. And it sparked something even bigger that takes place in Dragon Age Inquisition. And the way they continue that story and the way they continue that lore in Dragon Age uh, Inquisition is really what has me hooked. I mean, that's the, beside the point, this fucking world is gigantic. I mean, you, you can easily get lost within five minutes. And it's, it, 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 it is staggering the amount of content that's in this game. But every time I see somebody I know from previous games or every time something is brought up that possibly I influence because of my decisions in previous games, it just it, – you have no idea how good that feels. There isn't that much of that though in Dragon Age Inquisition. I've I finished the there game. Is. There, there isn't that much. I feel like well, there is. Yeah, I feel like there. Like I spent, well, you spend like half an hour or whatever doing the keep, as well before you even get into the game uh-huh. and making sure your decisions. That's quite a lot of decisions to play with. It, it does, but how it actually plays into your experience and how things play out in this game, uh, kind of like your choices, how it mattered here and stuff like that, didn't feel like it mattered that much to me. There are some cases where it's brought up uh, continuously for a bit. And then it's just forgotten about, kind of like an offhand comment here and there. But to how you it actually influenced the world itself didn't didn't really feel that significant to me. But yeah, it is the well, choices I made. But okay. There's one other thing I do want to mention, um, and you know I'm done with my top ten. I'm done with my honorable mentions. There is one game I do want to mention, and it's in the shit disappointments mm. of the year. <laughs> And uh, that game is Castlevania Lords of Shadow 2. Hmm, I forgot about that game. Yeah, there's a reason why. <laughs> that game is complete and utter garbage. They ruined something that could have been special. They truly did. Lords of Shadow 1 ended with such an amazing cliffhanger. And the way they told that story... And to have it completely tarnished in Lords of Shadow 2. 
just it, it killed me for that series. <laughs> you and Ken were so excited for that game. It was really oh my... disappointing to see you guys. So. Oh my god. Suffer. I cannot tell. That was my most anticipated game. Next to Dark Souls 2? Are you kidding me? The 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 way Lords of Shadow One ended blew yeah, me away. Crazy. Lords of Shadow One is still a fantastic game, and I suggest it to everybody out there. But leave it alone. Do not. We did touch. that with uh, Phoenix Down. Didn't yes, we? we did. Yeah, you were with yeah, us. Because I'd never beat it, and then we I got on the show and beat it. I'm like, yeah, that ending was awesome. And it's it's a shame that. Sophie, did you ever play it? I have not played it, I'm afraid. Okay, we're not going to spoil it for you. Okay. If you I'm ever sure do, that. if you ever do play it, which I highly suggest, Lords of Shadow One, give it a shot. That ending, pretty fucking good. I'll add it to the list. All right, Jay. Okay. Let's upset some people. Come on. So since Bring we're starting, on. let's transition nicely from your top one game to my biggest disappointing piece of shit of the year. Okay. Dragon oh. Age Inquisition. <laughs> and let me actually go into detail about why I feel this way. Okay. I'm gonna check out here for this. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you can you can do whatever you want. You, okay. you never played the Dragon Age game, right, Justin? No, I have not. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I want to hear your opinion on it. I do because I like hearing opinions, but. I've I've got to go potty. Go. Yeah, it's okay, man. We're not we holding you against your will here. You gotta, you gotta oh, go. I know. I, you gotta, you gotta I just go. thought this would be a good time to go because I don't know anything about this game. So, have at okay. it. Yeah, sure. So basically, the whole direction that they decided to take Dragon Age. No spoilers. Bottles my mind. Um, no, I'll. I know you guys haven't finished. I know some of you haven't finished the game, so I won't go into. Uh, Extreme detail. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I, I would never. Um, but my problem first began when I went into these amazing, giant, enormous worlds that uh, <laughs> Drew was uh, building up. And they are. They are huge. There's so much to do. There's so much to see. So much to kill. How much of that is actually memorable and fun? How many times are you stopping to pick up random crap on the ground? Every single enemy you kill, you stop and pick up something. Every single yeah. little piece of plant or whatever. And if you don't pick it up, you're, you're going to be missing something. You don't know if it's good. And the way, you know, it's like a loot distribution thing. Sometimes you kill a random enemy, seemingly random enemy, and then you get a nice piece of purple gear for some reason. That's like a total upgrade. And then I kill a, a giant boss and he drops 16 silver. And things like that, like little things. And I was like, you know what? That's a, a, little, a lot of little small decisions. That doesn't make any sense. But when I actually got to the questing of it, there were all these quests that I can do. But they became a checklist of things to do. It was the Ubisoft model of questing. Things you can check off. Things you can collect one at a time. Oh, do three of this. Collect four of this. Solve five of this. Every single map with the same kind of objectives over and over and over again. Instead of delving into what makes this area special and interesting, it gave me a checklist of things to do. And then gave me this like, nonsensical awards for doing them too. So it feels like I wasn't even doing anything of importance because uh, the little small bar of influence fills up. But what does that really mean? What are you really doing? It doesn't really feel like you're accomplishing anything while you're doing it. And on top of that, I had some insane buggy issues the ps4 version sound cutting off constantly i was in an epic battle to the death 
with my first dragon. By all rights, it should have been an amazing experience. And it began that way. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the fight, the sound effects and the music just cuts out. And I had to fight a 10-minute fight against a dragon without any sound effects. I thought it was something to do with my TV or something. I, I was adjusting the volume. I even went to the cable channel to see if it was uh, if it was my TV. No, it was just the game. And then it wasn't even the dialogues when I was talking to people trying to learn more about their background story. And the characters are not even that interesting in this game either. Like the background stories, like you have like returning characters. I tried to delve into their backstory and their philosophy and stuff. And most of them aren't interesting at all. But I will chuck that up to writing. But anyway, yeah. so I would. I, I will say as, as a quick as a quick interruption. I agree with every single point you're saying. I except for the the technical difficulties. I haven't had any of those. Oh, oh I've had that, I've had a couple of those. Yeah, I've had a few of those. And um, another thing is that I would t- be talking to someone, and then all of a sudden their dialogue would cut off, and it would pause there for five six minutes. And the only <laughs> way for me to progress at that point is to skip the dialogue. Yeah. It's like NPCs would disappear out of nowhere into thin air. Their turn would never come, and I would have to skip the dialogue. And at some points, I didn't even know what was going on, because it happened repeatedly over and over again. I'm not even going to go into the old graphical glitches, because this is a big game, so I can understand like people standing on top of chairs, uh, like riding on riding on horses and stuff like that, or with like, like weird janky graphics to the side, and all this tons of nonsense... And then the worst case that I had was when I lost power at my house, I decided to play an offline, a single-player game, because, yeah, what else am I going to do? I'm not going to play World of Warcraft. I can't play that on, you know, without, you know, without the internet. So I, I plug in Dragon Age. I'm, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going get, to get through a lot of this game. And I did. And then there came to a point where they started referencing my previous actions, and it didn't match up at all. All of a sudden, my hero Ferelden was a woman, and she died. In my story, it was a guy, and he lived. So it's like, what the heck is going on? And then I learned later down the line, after I searched the internet, uh, after I got it back, that your tapestry doesn't carry over while you're playing the game. It happens moment by moment for the choices that you make. It doesn't call it all at once at the beginning like it should, like any other decent game should, in any logical sense. So I lost my entire entire tapestry after playing about 15-20 hours of the game offline. And the game didn't warn me about that at all when I actually played offline, saying anything, mentioned anything about the tapestry. It just said it couldn't connect to Origin Network, and that was it. So I had my entire experience ruined for that ought to be... That should have been a story tailored towards how I played the game in the last two games, but it no longer was. I was playing a stranger's game. And then I finished it. And with every single thing that I did, even the ending, uh, which I won't go into, every single thing felt like a giant middle finger to my face, repeatedly, over and over again. And I can't believe it. This is a game that I've been waiting for since the very announcement of it, years upon years ago. And I was so happy that it was getting delayed, thinking that it was going to be a better product in the end. But no, this is the game that I got, and I, I'm just... My disappointment is just palpable. I can't believe it. I, uh, I, I, I'm done with the game. I'm never gonna play it again. That's that's it for me. So that's that's my Dragon Age experience. And when people talk to me about 
their experience obviously is going to be different. I mean, you might not have had the bugs that you do. But when I look at like the design choices of how the quests are done, uh, how the characters yeah. are written, how the world—all of that made, I agree with. Yeah, it's 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 quantity over quality, and it's bad. They should never do that. Okay, make it a make it a tighter experience. Make it make it a smaller environment. Make but make it more interesting. The things that you do should matter, and things like that. And yeah, that's it. That's all I'm. Oh, I'm gonna rant about Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay, going going to my top ten. Oh, God, <laughs> I just I just I just get into like a rage when I think about that game. That's okay. Time. All right, so number ten. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with Dark Souls two, because uh, Dark Souls to me, or Dark Souls two in particular, is like it's like pizza. You know, even when it's bad, it's actually still kind of good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it has a lot of flaws. It took a lot of steps backwards from what it should have done, especially the way the healing is done with the life gems. That irks me to no end because Estes were perfectly balanced in the way it was uh, implemented. But it's still pretty good. And the DLC were actually fairly good in the way they were uh, trying to balance out a lot of the uh, difficulty and stuff like that. So that's number 10. Uh, number 9, a game that no one's mentioned so far, Rogue Legacy. I played that on the PS4 and the Vita. And uh, I'm not a big fan of, like, uh, roguelike games. So it actually impressed me that I actually like this game so much. I and, really love that game, but I, it, technically didn't it come out last year? Well, I played on the PS4 and the Vita, so okay. that's the one I reviewed as well. So, yeah, I, I, I get what you mean. But it's kind of like, for me, like, your Tomb Raider. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Uh, and also it implemented the whole cross-save thing brilliantly. You just load it up, it downloads a save from the other system instantaneously from the cloud, and you just go. There's no, there's no clicking the buttons. There's no going to a menu. You just go. It's great. Uh, my number, my number eight is Child of Light. I played that on the PS3. It's a very a good game. Yeah, oh yeah, it's an excellent game. I was actually quite impressed by the uh, the combat mechanics, which I actually borrowed from one of my old favorite JRPGs called uh, Grandia, where you have to interrupt uh, the enemy at like very specific cast points to like make their turn like delayed and stuff like that. It's very tactical. I thought the story was kind of whimsical, although the ending was a bit uh, lackluster. Outside of that, I thought the graphical, fidelity, the music, and everything was great. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, number six was, um, was, no, number seven, right? Yeah, number yeah. seven. Uh, was South Park, The Sick of Truth. This is easily one of the best licensed games ever created. Absolutely. Yeah, um... I mean, I thought the 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 award of that game went to Escape from Butcher Bay. The oh, game. fantastic! Oh, it's yeah. an amazing game. But I think I might have to give it to South Park: The Sick of Truth at this point. How authentic it is and how brilliantly it it executes is it's yeah. quite it's quite impressive. Yeah, it's like you're playing an episode of South Park. Yes, precisely. The only thing I didn't like about it was a dumb stick control thing for farming around people. Which is, oh my god, that was horrible. Yeah, frustrating as hell. But outside of that, it's fantastic. Everyone should play it. Uh, my number five would be... Number six? No, number six. Number six. Yeah, number six. is uh, Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls. It's not the ultimate version because I don't play the game on console. Um, as good as it might be on consoles, I think it just plays better for me on PC. It's just what I'm used to. And um, Reaper of Souls changed everything about Diablo 3. Absolutely. Yeah, and believe it or not, this is the only online-only game that launched this year that actually had a successful launch. It actually played when it unlocked without any difficulty. And yeah. at this point, that is a goddamn miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give him extra props for that. 
Uh, number five is Danganronpa 1 and 2 for the PS Vita. I put them both there at the same spot because I love them both and they came out this year. And they were actually originally released as a as a bundle in Japan, so they should have been. But either way, it's one of the best uh, visual novel kind of game you could ever play. It has some of the the most intricate and elaborate setups for murder I've ever seen in <laughs> fiction history. And I'm all into that <laughs> kind of stuff, too. So if you ever get a chance to play those games, um, definitely try it out. Uh, number Number four is Bayonetta 2 for the Wii U. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I kind of zoned out. What was number five? Number five was Danganronpa 1 and 2. It's for the Vita, Justin. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I if you ever get a Vita, it's uh, definitely one of the ones I have play. one, I just I don't play it. So Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, it's, hey, it might be a reason for you to. Okay, number four is Bayonetta 2. I claim that Bayonetta 1 was the had the greatest mechanics in a character action game ever created. That title now belongs to Bayonetta 2. <laughs> uh, the mechanics in this game, like, let's forget the, the sexualization of the women, blah, 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 uh, the, the, the stupid storyline. Let's forget all of that. Let's say it's a video game and you play for fun. And this game has one of the most precise and intense combat engine you would ever play. And it's the best of its kind. And I was a little disappointed by how the story was represented, but at the end of the day, it's all about the gameplay. That's why it belongs in number four. Uh, number three is actually kind of came out of nowhere for me. Um, theater Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call for 3DS. Really? Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, that's I, ha- I have that game, and I haven't played it yet. It's sitting on my shelf, do and you... I hear it's amazing. Yeah. So. Do, you like, do you like Final Fantasy music? I do. Do you like rhythm games? I uh, don't think I've played too many of them, but you will sure. now. <laughs> I will say to you, like that game is just so much fun. Like yeah. the amount of nostalgia you get while playing this game, the songs that you unlock, uh, the little uh, the little sprites that you level up, the characters. Uh, you make it into a team. They have their own skill set, you which you slot in and customize to give you benefits while you're actually playing the song. The song list is like immense. Have something like a hundred and fifty songs. Good God! Box. Yeah, like if you like the song in a Final Fantasy game, it's probably on there, and there's a lot of Final Fantasy games, and I actually just you know whip it out and just play sometimes because it's perfect. It's like a three, four minute game to play, and you just kind of jam to the music for a bit, you level up your character some, and then you just play it again some other time, and it's just really well. Uh, it's really just executed well. It's the it's a re- it's a full re- realization of the initial concept of what they tried to do in the original and that's not something that i can say quite often for a sequel so uh that's that number two is hearthstone it's yeah i mean it's been said already it's easy to get into it's fun to play the free to play uh was it uh model is uh, expertly Mm -hmm. uh, expertly done you don't have to pay a dime to play this game and there's a lot of enjoyment to be had even in the free version yes wait wait, now remind me uh, you guys are talking about this for a while now. Mm-hmm. This is that card game. Yeah, this is yeah. that uh, Blizzard card game. Okay, I've always wanted to try it. Now you guys are making me want to try it. Dude, it's seriously, good. there try is it. no risk involved in trying it. Yeah, yeah, you should, you should definitely try it. And I mean, it's got a really cool tutorial mode too, so it can really ease you into the game. Um, and it's just a ton of fun to play. Uh, like arena is my favorite thing to do, where you draft a deck of cards from a random selection, and you just try to go as high high as you can and the better you do, the more gold you get. 
And Drew, like you've gotten to like uh like what like seven wins or something like that, right? I've I've got up to about seven or eight before. Yeah, like when you see yourself improving and you start getting more and more wins in the arena, it's super satisfying. And if you have if you can ever make it to that cap of twelve wins, it is like one of my favorite moments in gaming of this year. When I got to that twelve wins for the first time, it was it was brilliant. Uh, it was such so satisfying because you're playing against people. And, you know, obviously they have, uh, it can all be random and how good they can be and how good of a deck uh, they can have. So, it's awesome. And uh, my number one, without much I know what there, I know what it is. I, I've already told you what it is, so you should know. But number, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, number one is Bravely Default on the 3DS. And the reason for that, I think a lot of people just kind of count it off as just another JRPG. But it, it can accurately be called as an evolutionary game. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is that all the mechanics, um, the storyline and stuff like that, the character uh, traits that you have seen in JRPG games previously, they've been kind of remodeled and pushed forward towards another another step. Like, one thing that people hate the most about JRPGs are random battle encounters. Yes, and, that's yeah. that's why I didn't play them for a decade. Yes, and rightfully so. Who wouldn't get burned out by random encounters after having them in every single goddamn JRPG game for so long? But Bravely Default looks at this and says, you know what? You can turn off random battle encounters anytime you want. You can just go to the selection thing and say, turn it off. And boom, you're just you're just enjoying the storyline. And you might have some difficulty in like the bosses and stuff like that, but the game tailors towards how you want to play. It even makes it so that you can get like increased experience and all this uh, like a lot of customization that you can do for the way you want to play the game. And uh, the class system that was kind of pro- uh, prominently portrayed in like the early Final Fantasy like two and three games maybe have three, also yeah. yeah yeah have also been evolved to have all these like crazy crazy like I could sit there for like hours trying to figure out the perfect combination of character traits and skills yeah and, yeah and it's I have... overwhelming for me because it was new to me like I haven't got a great deal of experience playing those games and mm-hmm. I really really love Bravely Default but it was kind of like the first 10 hours was kind of overwhelming to yeah, me there's, like there's, as someone who doesn't lot. play JRPGs very regularly but it definitely wasn't off-putting like there's some difficulty spikes but once I got to grips with it I was away. It's a really, really good game. Yeah, and you know, it doesn't like. I think strategy takes uh, a precedence over just grinding too, because yeah. the way the combat system works is that you kind of store your turns to get multiple turns uh, at the at the same time in order to try to maximize your damage or try to pull together some kind of a defensive formation and all that stuff. And it's great. My only complaint with it was the last. <laughs> like maybe two, three hours of the game where they kind of screw up. But it has one of the most satisfying finales of any game I've played in like the last decade. Like, you know how it is when you play a game these days and you go to the ending, you hit the credits, you get the whatever ending, and you're like, eh, was that it? You know, you kind of feel let down, especially if it's a long game. You kind of feel like it should have maybe explained more about, you know, what's going to happen to the characters or whatever. But yeah, like, fucking Blue Dragon. yeah but this game the finale felt epic and i don't use that word like a cliche like uh, a lot of other people do i wouldn't use i wouldn't i wouldn't just throw that word out there it just uses this whole connectivity with other people and then kind of uses like a meta uh, like fourth wall breaking thing and it's just brilliant not to mention the whole soundtrack and everything 
I I absolutely adore this game. Bravely Default, um, Bravely Second, is my most anticipated game of this year as well. So yeah, if you ever if you never play Bravely Default and you have a 3DS, you uh, do yourself a service and try that out. I have yep. it on my 3DS. You know, the way you talk about Bravely Default and how you adore it so much is kind of like how I adore Radiant Historia. Did you ever play that game? Yes, I have. It's a fantastic game. One of the fucking best. loved that game. That yes. game was fucking amazing. Did time travel well for a change? Yeah. That was the closest thing I could get to Chrono Trigger. Yep. That is uh, pretty accurate. Yeah. God, I forgot how much I loved Radiant Historia. But anyway, yeah. So there you go. Anything else anybody want to mention? Yeah, um, I know John had his you know, his son today, but he could have still responded to my email and text. Fucking dick, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, so you had he had a chance to uh, get his list on the show. So you know, whatever, dick. He may do it for next for for Sundays. So sure. no, he can't make Sundays show. I know, but I'm saying he may send the list. list to, yeah, on Sunday. Oh well, no, no, fuck that, no, no, no. If he gives you guys the <laughs> list, no, no, he had his shot. I gave him plenty of opportunity. Justin is uh, a bitter, <laughs> and bitter person. He will hear that when he comes to town next year. That motherfucker. Sorry. <laughs> well, there you go. And on that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note, Sophie needs to go to bed. Yep. So, I'm going to take off. Okay. Well, um, bye for everybody. That is our top ten list. Um, I don't know when this is going to go up, but I do appreciate everybody listening. Maybe if you agreed, maybe if you didn't, let us know. You can send us emails, stuff like that. We'll, I'm pretty sure Ken's going to put it up with the N4G one. So I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, uh, thank you, Jay, Matt, Justin, and Sophie. I'm Drew, and uh, you guys have a great one. <laughs>